Vincent, oui. I don't even know what that means. 27, 27. I think. Uh, you know, Sean's over here with the French that I don't speak. I speak French fries and crepes. That's it. <laughs> uh, are you guys calling them French fries again or are the Freedom Fries still there in the U.S.? They've never been Freedom Fries in America. Okay, that's, all right. That's something we don't want to talk about. Uh, episode 27, we have our friend Reed with us in the house. So we're going to talk to him about a lot of things that are going on. First, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, uh, Flyers Brewery. Hey, I know, you, Sean, you haven't seen this yet, but I picked this up uh, from our buddy Tony here. 32-ounce can. So if you're a can guy like me, this is the move. To put whatever you want in it while you wait. So there's some pacemaker for me. Uh, you know, got my growler. It's a beautiful choice. Instead of going growlers, you just go straight for the can, uh, you know. so That is that is awesome, there. man. That is I'm awesome. The, for context, I'm 6'4", 230. This is how big this can is. That It, it looks gigantic. But that's basically a keg, everybody. That's yeah. it. Look at a, that thing, man. Not a little man, not a little can. So, anyway, <laughs> shout out to Tony and the boys of Flyers. We appreciate your support. Uh, everyone, if you're in the area, go by and see them corner of Woodby and 20. I love it. I love it. Always with the uh, the porter, hey? Eh? You love that porter pacemaker. Man, that porter, man. Yeah, they just do such a great job with it. I can't get yeah. away from it. I got uh, – so I stopped in because I've been going off to Old Biddy, going off here, going off there. So I decided to get these guys here in Dartmouth over here. That's right. To call Spindrift, they're uh, over at Dartmouth here in uh, Nova Scotia. We're talking about Spindrift. I don't know if you can see that can. Can you see that can, boys? Oh, you can see the top of it. There we go. It's kind of hard to see it here. Spindrift. Yeah. You, have called... a, you have a beauty light? Is that what that is? I do. I do. It's such a glare because I have a vanity light. You're absolutely correct. Uh, yeah. It's called. <laughs> it's called Killick Session. All right. Do you guys know what a Killick is? No, I have one more question. Is that a George St. Pierre sponsored light or is that something that you got yourself? No, no, that's, a, that's, that's all for me, man. That's all for okay. me. Yeah. Yeah. You is know, us French George, Canadians. Is that how George gets his cover shoes done? Is that the move? Yo, B, are, are, all us French Canadians are a little vain, all right? So, yeah. Wee, wee. Wee, wee. Mon ami. That was good. That was good. That was good French. Hey, listen. Um, yeah. So, Killick, Spindrift, Killick. You know what a Killick is? A Killick is an anchor. That's it. Yep, got it. Yeah, very, it's also very a rank. apropos with the spin it, drift. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So I like it. Yeah. Reed, what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking a uh, Citra Singularity uh, from Spyglass Brewing. It's a double IPA, eight point five percent ABV. It's got a uh, double dry off the Citra. Hmm. Sounds, Sounds excellent. Delicious. It is very juicy. Great morning Perfect. beer. Perfect. Father of the Year. Are so underrated. Man. Like you got to start one like that. Super necessary. Yeah. Uh, you know what I've been on this for sure. This pandemic, I kind of slipped off my uh, my game a little bit as a boilermaker. You know, you know what a boilermaker yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just had. Like, do you know what a boilermaker is, Sean? In Canada, yeah. is that a thing? Yeah. All right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's one of the, like it's like the weekend go to kind of move, right? But like now it's like the you know the Wednesday go to also because you just you know times times are pretty rough over there, Brad. <laughs> Need a boilermaker? <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
it's it's eight a.m. on Monday. Time for a boilermaker. Listen, with something to relax you, it's something to think on. That's all you gotta. Yeah. That's all you gotta get there. Well, yeah. I live in Canada. All we have to do is just roll up a dube. So you live in Canada? I do. I didn't. I had you, no idea. you understand? Brad lives in Washington, <laughs> um, and Reed lives in Massachusetts. That's so because your your accents, up. we your could all accents. roll up dubes. Yeah. It's 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 all legal <laughs> know, here. Yeah. I don't know what it is, what the rule of Canada is, but I can just walk down the street. Yeah. Uh, Plus, in Massachusetts, it's been been decriminalized forever. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, don't forget, it was Jean Chrétien that wanted to make it legalized way back in the day there, right? So, no one knows who that is. The Prime Minister of Canada. Oh. (laughs) Yes. I I wasn't aware of the Prime Ministers until uh, Paul Maurice was. uh, Paul Maurice? What are you talking about? Paul Maurice. I see. I made up. I made up a name, and I guarantee you, there's a prime prime minister of Canada there's named no Paul Maurice. Pri- there's no prime minister that was ever. I thought named it was Paul Mario Lemieux. Lemieux. I thought that's who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Lonnie, oh, McDo- Lonnie McDonald. Hey, what do you think of the uh, the new picture in the back there? We got uh, good old number number nine back there. You know, with Frank Mahovlich. So we have yeah, Gordy Howe, Frank Mahovlich, uh, Johnny Bauer, and that. Johnny Bauer, yeah. yeah, yeah. So without his mask, <laughs> yeah. That's Who's in the back? The background there. I have to have a look here. Oh, come on, <laughs> that number I can't tell. There's no number on that dude. I don't know. Did, did your wife hang that up in your in your office? Is that the thing? No, she I just hung it up here. For just, no, just just for this podcast, I hung it up here. You know, so I told you it's I had nice a surprise for you. I said I have a nice yeah. surprise for you, Brad. Yeah. There's there's a surprise. <laughs> it's a wonderful surprise with you being able to name four of the five people in the picture. That's I uh, just named three. All right, the other two. Three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to give you some extra credit. Yeah, really. My math Boys. isn't very good. My gosh. <laughs> This this feels like you know what you guys said this is going to be the garage. It feels like a beating going on in the garage right now on me. You got tag teaming. It's a handicap match. That that just took a weird turn uh, when you said we were tag teaming you. You know, it's like Jesus, yeah. Sean. You got to work on your delivery and your phrasing. <laughs> I know Listen, English maybe isn't your first language, uh, but you got to really. I, I don't think it's his second or third language. To be honest with you, <laughs> it was Pakistani and then um, and then uh, freaking Arabian French. Russian. Then French, yeah. French. Yeah. He was smuggling I mean, drugs. A little Croatian, I think, built in there too, based on uh, your bone structure. Yeah, Croatian or Dagestani, maybe or something. He's got a little bit of a uh, Habib going on there in the in the eye and nose region here, and that brow. He's got a very Habib looking brow there. So, <laughs> you know, my more, brow. Uh, more to break your nose with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a forehead, but it's a good. It's a four plus head. That's what that is. That's <laughs> Foreign change. Oh, man. So lots of stuff going on in the world of sports here this week. Uh, You know, like I thought it was going to be a nice slow week, and it just hasn't been. No, no. Uh, We touched really quickly there, Brad, on the Jim Rutherford situation there. And, uh, you know, hockey's just going full swing. Patrick Lyon is going to be starting on Tuesday. Did did Jim Rutherford get in trouble? What what's this about? Why? why I don't now? know. Like like it's so weird because they said it's not health related or anything like that. It's yeah, just did he's he, stepping did down? He, is he getting like me too or something? Like what? I, I don't understand that move. This is a well, weird time. Like is he getting hired somewhere else? Like right off the bat? Like Jim Murphy? It's a weird time. They said it's not health situation, right? It's not health or right. anything. But who knows? And if he's getting me too, then they're doing a really good job sweeping that one under the, uh, uh, the rug. Does he have? Does he have? A, does he have kids? Yeah, I think he's got. Yeah. I think he's got a gang of kids and grandkids. Yeah, he might have some uh, parental constraints. Yeah, maybe. 
I don't want to. I don't want to throw any disparaging remarks on the man. I mean, because I honestly don't know what's going on, right? Well, the people so. of Pittsburgh have been dancing on his uh, professional grave now for since the announcement was made. They hated that guy for some reason. Which Pittsburgh, I'll never understand. Crosby, Malkin, Latang. You had the flower in net for all those years. Like, how could you hate a guy like Jim Rutherford? Well, Jim Rutherford came over after Crosby. Keeping, keep, no, we're not talking. We're not talking about draft picks. We're okay, talking about okay. keeping that core together. Okay, got it. What yeah. team has been able to do that successfully in the like in the salary cap era, as as well as he done? Because Malkin's the number one of, anywhere else. Yeah, I can't think of another team to go back to back in the salary cap era like like that. You know what I mean? Like, but keep that a, core together of like insane yeah. talent. That's insane. The guy, the guy deserves. A lot of credit for that, and it's, yeah, it's kind of messed up. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Good luck, Jim. Whatever you're doing next, well, I Shine hope, on I you hope crazy he comes diamond. back. What's that? Shine on you, crazy diamond. He'll get a, yeah. he'll get a job somewhere else, probably consulting, maybe. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's one of the things that Sean and I talked about a little bit uh, on Friday was that, um, or Thursday, whatever day it was, is that you know Rutherford to me feels like he's the Jerry West of the NHL, and so it wouldn't be a big surprise if. You know, he ended up consulting somewhere, maybe even back in Pittsburgh or, you know, one of their teams, someone could pick him up. Yeah, I mean, like the, you know, Alec Baldwin left uh, Twitter because his wife thinks she's Spanish. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's tough these days. Like, any type any type of forward-facing public uh, position you have like that, it could, it could get exhausting. So sometimes those consulting gigs, you get to be the guy behind the guy, you know? Like, yeah. uh, you know, nothing, Scotty no blowback. Yeah, you know, you, you're not Bowman getting, you're not Chicago. catching any heat. You know, you just get to sit there. uh, Scotty Bowman and Jerry West get. Yeah. And still make real money and probably make more money with less responsibility to be. Probably more money. Yeah. Yeah. When you got a mind like that. Yeah. You got minds like that. It's like, of course, you want to, you want to pick it. You want to, you want to understand what's going on in there. Cause somebody's uh, keeping him on a retainer to just pick up a phone with rings. You know what I mean? Like something like at the very least. Did you think about? Oh yeah, the that was the Jerry West move in Memphis when they started yeah. really to build out. Right, is he was just at, he just would show up to some practices. He was at some games, yep. and then he was you know answering questions on what they thought that move should be. You know, yeah, really should get out and get out because he could just, he understood culture, right? And that's how, yep. that's what Rutherford did in Pittsburgh. Is he understands culture because that's where you win in the salary cap era. You win at culture, right? Yep. You can crunch all these numbers and get it all together, and that stuff plays. But if you don't have the culture right, it ain't gonna matter. But look no. at that! No, look! Look at what he did there to get Phil Kessel, and we ended up getting Kasperi Kapanen on the Leafs side. Wait, we get Kasperi Kapanen coming over, and then he gets Kasperi Kapanen back. <laughs> he makes a trade to get Kapanen back. I mean, he's brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he's a he's a goddamn snake, if you ask me. Like that, <laughs> that's like one of those moves where you're just like, and I know he did it to Toronto, so it's not that impressive. You know, it's like pistol whipping a blind kid, but you know, it's like. I can't uh, even Roger, argue I need your help with this. I was trying to make this point there, Dan. I couldn't remember who the player was, but who was the guy, the linebacker that uh, the Patriots had? He wanted more money, and so Belichick sent Jamie him. Collins. Jamie nope. Collins. Nope, nope, nope. That was one hundred percent Jamie Collins. Oh yeah, Jamie Collins. I thought he was a Jimmy. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Jamie, Jamie Collins. Collins. And then he brought him back recently. Like that's crazy. He, he put him. He put him in timeout. Yes. Because he went. Like, oh, you want more money? It's not that he wanted. It's not that he wanted more money. He went public with wanting more money. He yes. publicly yes. started talking that shit and bill bill's like i'm gonna have you working at a starbucks in two years if you don't settle the f down (laughs) go to cleveland and work your shit out and then come back here for less money than i was paying you in the first place yeah uh, bill belichick sucks (laughs) (laughs) or he's brilliant what are the other (laughs) yeah brilliant brilliance can suck uh i laughed when he came back because collins left 
with one name on his jersey, then came back with senior on his jersey. And oh yeah, like, that's a, that's that Cleveland <laughs> shit, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> everyone that goes to Cleveland, it's like, yeah, you have a kid, you're senior now. Like, oh, <laughs> Knock it off. Yeah. That might be my my least favorite sports trend, other than that um, that Odell Beckham Jr. haircut, where it's like the curly fries and they're bleached <laughs> to shit. Tyreek yeah. Hill's been rocking it lately, you know. Yeah. Uh, DK Metcalf too. <clears throat> TK Metcalf. TK Metcalf looks fucking good, though. All right, I have no problem saying. Oh, that. that guy's Jack, man. That, that, he's can't... a he's a handsome son of a gun, though. Yeah, like he yeah. really is. He's a beautiful kid. I, I like he's sitting there on the sideline. I'm just like he's always sulking, you know, a lot this season. He's always pissed about something. He's like, how do I have 200 yards and we're losing a game? Yeah. But I get <laughs> well, it's it. Drop, it's good he dropped the touchdown as well. Because <laughs> he drops the touchdown, <laughs> him in the hands. But that that motherfucker could be a he could be a model probably. It's one of those guys that's like, yeah. dude, you're in the wrong line of work. What do you think? Well, you know, Zell makes more money than Tom. Lineman, uh, a pressure, yeah. you know, played in the league. You know, your mom's probably a dime piece. And then, yeah, you get those genetics put together. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's hey. kind of like the exact opposite of what happened with Sean, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm beautiful. What are you talking you're about? A, you're a handsome guy, Sean. I'll Man. give you that. <laughs> you know Brad Tesh though, I'll give you that much. Oh, right. he's yeah, a he's a dime piece. Look at that guy. No. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. Got a workout well. in this morning. Jeez. Yeah. He's keeping it together. Yeah. yeah. First ballot Hall of Fame. Right. <laughs> speaking about dime dreams. pieces. Speaking about dime pieces, Reed. I wanted to get into you, buddy. I wanted to get into Again, Reed phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> we gotta start over. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna get another beer real quick. You figure that you figure that yeah, line we'll out figure, again. We'll figure the intro out while you're uh, <laughs> while you're out. <laughs> that did not come out right. No, it's, <laughs> I want to uh, get it. It sounded it sounded a bit like you were trying to pick him up at the bar. That's exactly it. <laughs> it didn't come out right at all. Okay, edit edit point. <laughs> no, I think I think we leave that in. That's, uh, no, that's no, man, point. that's that's really bad. That's really, I want to get into you, Reed. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of dimes, I like to get into you. <laughs> yeah, Wait, do you understand what we're talking about here? Like, is this, <laughs> is this processing? Are you, are you you're catching what we're like? You, you know what we're talking about here, right? I might I might keep that in, man, because that's pretty funny. You should leave it in. Old Johnny Carson. <laughs> Get into you, Reed. It's weird, wild stuff. Uh, <laughs> have you guys ever seen that Johnny Carson interview with uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor? Oh, yeah. You I haven't seen that in years, but I, I always watch the, the highlights of the Johnny Carson show on YouTube. Yeah. You got that cat in lap? Yeah. <laughs> you got to link that. You got to link that in the group because that, that is classic. We'll, th- we'll throw that out there. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm making a note now. Uh, so, Reed, I wanted to get into Sean. your your fighting your fighting career. What What? First off, all right, what got you to even think about? Because you're a smart guy. You're not. You're, you're no you. dummy. Yeah. You're no I, tell, dummy. I tell people that all the time. You know. I honestly think that you could be a member of Mensa. You know. Yeah. You have a great IQ. Probably. I think it's yeah. it's it's way up there. Um, was that? Does he eat whale blubber? Does he eat well whale blubber? I have. Okay. I have not on the reg though. It's a it's a thing in All Massachusetts. I, know Minsa, I think is you have to eat whale blubber. Yeah, it's a thing in Massachusetts. You can't get yeah. whale blubber, which I is it, uh, I learned which is it weird. Myself and Irene. That's where only my only Mensa conversation has been for me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> we have we have a lot of Mensa sigs in uh, Massachusetts, uh, but it's, it's conflicting because like you got the the whale blubber. You know, I've eaten I've eaten Very seal here. 
I've eaten seal meat. So great singer. <laughs> whatever you gotta do to get whatever you gotta do to get concert tickets, Sean. <laughs> anyways, so was what, Heidi what there? Would, <laughs> what would what would make you want to even think about a career in MMA? Well, you know, for me it was like uh I'm I'm 18 years old. So I was a fucking idiot. Um, it was a time when, uh, you know, the pinnacle of the sport was UFC. And I think the top guys were maybe making 20000 or $30,000 at the time. Um, so, you know, for me, this all started when I was about 14. Um, hanging out with my buddies. We always watch, uh, you know, Pride, K1, Shooto, Pancrase, King of the Cage, Rage in the Cage, any UFC events that were coming up. And it just seemed like... Uh, it wasn't it wasn't the high school sports thing, you know what I mean? It was a little different. It, it allowed you to kind of mix everything up. It was just you out there. There was no offensive line. There was no uh, goalie to blame it on or anything like that. It was just like you know individualistic, and it gave me an opportunity to kind of express myself in a in an individual way. And it was just a culmination of a lot of things, you know, just uh, where I was at personally in life. Um, you know, again, I, I I always did well in school, but you know, family issues at home. Um, you kind of end up washing up in, in you know, West End Gym and Lowell, Romalo's boxing gym. Um, you know, you end up in these, you know, wrestling rooms, and that's where you work out your frustrations because it's there in jail for, you know, people like us here in Lowell. And that's pretty much, uh, that's where it started, I think. Um, I never, it, it never dawned on me or occurred to me that I could go to college someday, you know, right. <laughs> just the neighborhood I grew up in and my background. It's, it wasn't, it wasn't even an option. Like, it, it was like, I'm like... I'm going to be a garbage man, maybe, if I'm lucky. Like, if I work real hard, I can be a garbage man. Like, that's the shit. Um, or I can just go out there and, you know, get my head kicked in. <laughs> Do that for a few rounds of night. Now, I remember, because, you know, we, we sailed, you showed me some pictures of you as a fighter there. You had a nice, you, you were rocking a mohawk back then, eh? Yeah, yeah. That, I, I always did my hair up different every fight. Um, you know, it was a blue mohawk, pink afro, green mutton chops. You know, so always, always a little something. And again, interesting. Yeah, just this. Uh, so it's, that's it's, why you hate this whole OBJ trend, is because yeah, they're not giving you the credit, dude. I went, I went through, I went through that shit when I was like sixteen to to eighteen. You know, it's like time to move on. You guys are damn near thirty. If you had millions, though. Oh, right now, like yeah, yeah. that's what I guys. You guys wouldn't even know what what to expect. I'd, I'd be out there I'm like at, uh, I'd look like yeah. decaf, but all blubbery. The, that whale blubber you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I, th- I say that every time someone gets in you know some sort of perceived trouble. I'm like, man, if you'd have given me multiple millions of dollars at 22 or 23, yeah, it was Bieber, Bieber, Justin oh. Bieber for me the entire time. Yeah. I'm like, that yeah. kid's handling it better it. than anyone could in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just the money alone, right? But you put the money in the fame where you can do almost as you please. Yeah, and you don't have to work. You mean, like you don't have anywhere to be. Yeah, it's a problem. Yeah. So how how long did your uh, mixed martial arts career go on for there? Oh boy, so professionally, so yeah, competing professionally, it uh, we, we you know there's some kind of a commissioning body. Um, it was always the. Uh, ISKA or USKBA out of New Jersey would come to Massachusetts because it was illegal in Massachusetts, essentially. The state oh, wow. wouldn't sanction it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It, for a very long time. Yeah. Right. 
I knew New York. I, was, I didn't I was, know Massachusetts. I, I did yeah, I was. I was in the Navy. I was in the Navy when they finally legalized it. We've only had uh, really one UFC in in, in uh, Massachusetts, and that was Boston. Uh, Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, the first time, right? Look, okay, that's how crazy. Yeah, yeah. It is. They really haven't been back since. But so, Which it was is all crazy given Dana's uh, ties there affection for Boston. Yeah. yeah, he's a South Boston dude. He had to leave for reasons. Um, Allegedly, I get it, uh, but yeah, you know it's it's a it's a tough state there. We're a bunch of prudes here. Happy hour is illegal, so of course MMA would be right. But we think, still. Uh, they, think Dana White's nervous when he comes back to Boston? Probably, probably. It's interesting. Yeah, there's some. Imagine kid of, being uh, that guy when like, you're nervous in only one part of the world. Because I don't imagine he's <laughs> many places. Oh, he's in Dubai having a great time. Like that's where I'd be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so it was illegal in Massachusetts. You're it was illegal in Massachusetts. Yeah. So like, so my professional career officially starts when you're 18 because that's when uh, a sanctioned body has you a, a professional record gets developed, right? And uh, amateur, if anyone hasn't seen it before, they sometimes wear headgear, usually slightly larger grubs and, and shin pads. Never had an amateur fight in my life. Probably should have, uh, but it was it wasn't a thing back when I was doing it. So I, realistically, I started fighting. For money, when I was about sixteen, they have well, these things. Yeah, they have these things called like <laughs> smokers. You know, close no, no, gym yeah, matches. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> they'd be like little events that somebody would put on, kind of like backyard shit or whatever. And uh, you know, dudes from the different dojos around the area would you know show up, and they don't give a shit what, what your age is, what your weight is. There's no, there's no medical testing or whatever. You, it's just like you have to wear a banana hammock to the <clears> ring, or are you allowed to wear some? I, I mean, I would. But uh, you know, it, it was it was highly discouraged. That didn't stop me because again, this is about individualism. You know, <laughs> I, was asking, I was just asking for a friend. Yeah, Sean, Sean, that friend, maybe. <laughs> Why in the world? Yeah, yeah, so, so it was, it was the essentially only I know that does athletic activity <laughs> in a banana hammock in front of a crowd. Like that's all. That's why. <laughs> what? Because of wrestling? Get out of here! Yeah. <laughs> Shot. That was that was Beautiful. that was a pretty. It was a scant. It was a very scantily, yeah, scantily clad outfit that he had going on. It was very revealing. More revealing than we need to know. Yeah. We know all your business. <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh my god! But yeah, oh. so my my professional career was literally only eighteen to twenty when I left for the Navy, right? Yeah, I was uh, I was going to UMass Dartmouth. I was going to be a marine biologist. I was fighting full time, training you know four, six, eight hours a day, um, you know fighting in uh, sanctioned events every three months, fighting in unsanctioned events every other week. It seemed like Jeez. you know training all over the place, and it just wasn't it wasn't viable. Then you know when I was when I when I first turned pro when I was eighteen, uh, they had a show called The Ultimate Fighter started up, and uh, they were looking to cast it and stuff like that. And it was just like. You know, I was 18. And, you know, they looked at me like I was jailbait. They're like, we can't have you living in a house with a bunch of other fighters with alcohol. <laughs> it would be a fucking nightmare. And, you know, Joe Lozon's little brother, Danny Lozon, you know, he was younger than me, um, who we nicknamed the Upgrade. Because, you know, Joe Lozon was so good. Danny was the fucking future. Had a little bit of problems that kind of sidetracked him. But, you know, it was it was one of those things where, like, yeah, you can't can't get into the ultimate fighter house you're too young you have to be 21 that was years away from me at that point so join the navy that was a kibosh on the career then at that point yeah pretty much you know my dad said hey everyone's gonna serve in the military but um yeah wow 
Had really such a fun. Had a lot of uh, a lot of great friends still to this day from that from those times. Um, you know, you run into a lot of people like even Calvin. You know, he bought a local promotion around here, putting on fights and stuff like that. So you know, you met a lot of great people. Yeah, they were able to stay in their careers, uh, keep it going at whatever level. There's guys that stay in these minor leagues around here. Yeah. 20, 20 years now, it seems yeah. like, you know, yeah. they just love to fight. And this is this is one of those things, you know, people from Texas want to talk shit, you know, that they're so tough. It's like everybody in Massachusetts just loves to fight. There's there's an MMA promotion going on yeah. in every every quadrant of the state. A couple of them um, every every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, hands down. It's a big yeah. fight culture. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's that way up here, uh, at least until this pandemic kicked off. But uh you know, all the casinos, you could catch a fight within a 40 minute drive of, you know, my small little piece of the woods, right? So, yeah. 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 That's why I think that, Brad, honestly, that's one of the things that I love about Whidbey so much was the fighting culture up there. Because yeah. there was there was so many dudes I'd run into that were, um, you know, training. And there was there was a kid that killed a kid downtown at Whidbey, wasn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. Jason Ellis. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jason yeah. Ellis. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I remember he, hearing about that. In his defense, in his defense, he did warn Buddy because he was being filmed by Buddy. The the guy who got murdered by by his buddy's friend. That's his buddy's friend. But he told him. I don't know how many times he told him. Five, five times. Five times. I'm sorry. At that point, yeah, that's on you. That's and that's what the judge said too. Yeah, yeah. And you know, Seattle has Seattle has Phoenix Jones, who uh, you know is also an MMA fighter, also dresses like. I love that's Washington. When I when I first got stationed in Washington, I heard about the mutual combat law. I was like, I'm home. Holy shit! Really? There we are. <laughs> combat. I love it. I love it when I heard it. It's like, like, hey, cop, get over here and ref this uh, this event. <laughs> People hate on the Northwest all they want to, man. We got some real laws here. Uh, that's, that's a real law. That's a great that's law. The, that's a that's a real ass law. You guys aren't you guys aren't Puritans yeah. like we are over here. You guys, I laugh. Uh, I laugh that. when I saw Phoenix Jones in person. I was like, man, I get why you can pick a fight with anybody. Like, man. <laughs> Little Mighty Mouse in a costume, you know, and you got a guy that's nine beers in. Man, that not, not, not going to go good. No, not going to go good at all. Because <laughs> you think Man. it's going to go good, you know, because you're looking over the top of his head when he's talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I got the altitude. I got the high ground. But yep. he's also dressed like a fucking superhero, so that should probably warn you about something. <laughs> ah, but not when you're that deep. When you're that deep, you're thinking about how you're going to brag about it while you're eating at Denny's. You know what I mean? About how you're gonna <laughs> I would Phoenix Jones' yeah. ass. I'm going to powerbomb him. Powerbomb him. We knew about him before he got his notoriety, and so like that was his move. I think he just liked to fight, and so he would just roll through yep. and there was dudes trying to like – you know, one, I'm telling you, like they wanted to brag at Denny's about beating up the guy in the costume on the street because that wasn't a, you know, it's Seattle, right? There's a bunch of crazy folks running around. Hell and, yeah. Uh, man, just didn't know what he was capable of and he would just destroy folks. Dude, le- leg, leg kicks. Like he yeah. tra- he trains MMA just because you watch his fights. He throws these outside leg kicks, yep. you know, right above the knee, right below the knee, it's like the sweet spots. He's so good at it. It's so, yeah, man. Like Especially he, to a drunk guy who doesn't know what the fuck's going on, does, isn't conditioning those shins. <laughs> oh, buddy, you're gonna be you're gonna be hurting. Think about it. Conor McGregor right now is on the <laughs> sidelines for six months because of those leg kicks. Yeah, and, he, and he and he trains exactly <laughs> on the sidelines. I mean, you, you guys have all both been kicked in the leg by like in that world, right? I mean, yeah, it hurts. It sucks <laughs> anyway. Imagine if you don't know what's gonna happen. 
Brad, get one of your daughters. Put your plant your foot down. This is why I always tell everybody about leg kicks. Plant your foot down. You know, heel and ball your foot. Everything's touching the ground, and let one of your kids kick you in the sh- in the in the meaty part of the calf. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. I, I, that's all the girl, the kids in my family, mostly the girls. When I teach them self defense or how to, you know, keep somebody off them. Yeah. Number one, if they're coming, if they're coming at you and you got away from, like right in the shin. Yeah. Circle oh, away yeah. and then boom, right in the shin. Yeah. Unless you get one of those guys that like deaden their shins, right? Like putting the old glass coke bottle up and down their shin. And yeah, but that guy's not trying shins, to. Right? That guy's yeah. not trying to grab seven year olds. No, no, man. <laughs> He's too busy. He's too busy kicking trees. Yeah, we talk about, uh, yeah, we talk about kicking in the shins, manipulating pinkies, and how yeah. to choke out with small your small digit manipulation. Yeah. Yep. If yeah, someone gets on top of you, how to pull? Like you know that move where you pull the shirt and then you twist it to choke them. Yeah. We, yeah, we teach that move. Those are the three things I teach them, and I feel like you know. Should always teach groin strikes. Well, they know that too, but like, yeah. man, listen, that's a very dangerous world because then they like try to get you on the sneak attack. Because I get kicked in the leg a lot on the yeah. sneak attack. I also talked about the groin strike, and every once in a while, we had to set some firm rules. <laughs> <laughs> so make sure make with the okie doke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, come in like they're coming for a hug and just give me the uppercut. Whack! My two my two year old's already doing that. And I haven't showed her shit. Like she's yeah, just picking man. it up. And the problem is, is, she's watching UFC at me every time. Oh, there you I'm, go. Uh, I'm like, I'm like, I gotta cut this shit out. Like this is this is not good. Nope. You yeah. gotta teach time and place. So I'll yeah. never forget when I was training Krav Maga over there with Stan uh, Pederick, who was a friend of the show here, and uh, there's this guy from Montreal that showed up there to come train. And uh, I don't know what this guy. This guy was like violent. Like Are you talking about Martin again? No, no, no. It was like extremely right. violent. <laughs> and like when he was going, instead of like pulling up or slapping the leg or something like that, as opposed to going right full for the uh, for the gonads, he'd go for my gonads right every time. So finally, I'm like, okay, that's enough of this crap, right? So I showed him, like, you know, like. So you I grabbed just, him by the gonads. Oh, yeah, as hard as I could. Nice. <laughs> the power play, my friend. It's like, what are you doing? Did you yell, you... I'm the top while you were doing it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bear. I'm an otter. <laughs> no, man. It's like, yo, we all have to come back. The next, you know, like we, I'm coming to train three times a week. I got a regular job to go to. I don't want to be walking in there with some sort of, because you're trying to get this realistic training. Dude, that that's like the the from from my fighting days. That was always the best thing. It was never the shit that happened in the ring. It was always these dudes who would uh, order a UFC on pay per view, and then they'd find our uh, you know our school our dojo, and they'd walk in and be like, "Oh, I don't think that'll work on me. I, you don't understand." It's just like, okay, sign a waiver. <laughs> Sign the waiver. And they're like, no, no, no. I don't want to hurt anybody here. We're the heavyweights. So it's just like, oh, no, I'm putting you with uh, with homeboy over here who's yeah. 155 pounds soaking wet. You, you, I'll have to smash this little dude up. I'm like, please sign the waiver. Please sign the waiver, and we'll we'll get you. We'll, you'll, you'll smash. Sign the waiver. And <laughs> every fucking time, it's like just they'd never come back. To get their ass off, they never come back. It was always it was always the nerds in high school that came back. That were like, "I need, I need this. I love this, this. is my place. Yeah, yeah. this that. is a true meritocracy. No nepotism, no money. Doesn't matter. This is a meritocracy in its purest form. It was always my favorite thing about seeing that shit. And some people that would go too hard in the paint, 
we always said ice, intense, controlled execution, mm-hmm. right? Don't hurt anybody. Go, yeah. go 30, 40%, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Realistic, right? Yeah, that's some, it. Some guys would come in and they'd just try to beat the shit out of you. <clears throat> One of my good friends, Pete, he was a guy that was getting ready to go out to, uh, he was go off to school for recon marining, you know, marine type bullshit. Um, and uh, he just came in there trying to kill everybody. And it didn't go well for him, you know, despite how strong and how physically fit he was. And again, being in the Marine Corps all that time, getting ready to go off to recon school. It just didn't work. Like you're you're in our place. This is how we have our rules. Like it's just not going to fly. And then uh, yeah, you know, the guys that I would mess with would uh, give you thirty or forty percent, and then you'd feel like you're doing something. And as soon as you cross the line, then they would just roll you up. Yeah, there that's the that's the that go walk into any uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu school, find out who everyone's calling professor with the with the little black piece of cloth around his waist, yep. and then go roll with him because he wants your money. It's his yep. school. He'll go. He'll go twenty five percent and get yeah. you in. Get we'll you up. Some shit. And as soon as you cross the line and try to get over, as soon as you cross that line, you start talking <laughs> shit. You, it's every black belt in the world. It's the <laughs> it's the most consistent thing. Every Brazilian jiu jitsu black belt in the world could fold you into a pretzel. Man, that's happening. Yeah. I. It's I so funny. Tony and he would do that, and then he would slap the taste out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had that? Have yes, you ever actually terrible. had the oh, taste yeah. out yes. of your mouth? Like I've yeah, I've had that for a reason. Yeah. It sucks. It, my, it, mom, it, my mom would, my mom thing. would make these great dinners, put the taste into my mouth, and then I'd talk some shit, and then she'd slap that same taste out of my mouth <laughs> about thirty minutes later. It happened on a regular basis. That's why I had to put so like much the most disrespectful thing that Tony would ever do is like just put his hands on you and like not even fight you as a man. He would just open hand slap you. Yeah, that's that's the that's, hardest shit. Like I I disagree. I think that's the most manliest thing you could do because it makes the other you person. You would, Sean. You would. <laughs> You wouldn't not, think that's man. As the person receiving it, it's not. It's like it's not. Oh no, yeah. It's well this, that's, this guy, that's, this guy didn't have the respect to close to do, but exactly. it's not a, it's not like emasculate a, you with an open hand yes, slap. Yes, yeah. your hands, your hands like open man, like fisticuffs, like this guy just like turned it on and beat my ass. Like he was like, I think so little of you, I'm just gonna open hand slap you. Mm, mm. That's uh Eddie Bravo's got his combat uh jujitsu thing where they they open hand slap, open hand slaps are allowed. It's submission only for finishing. But you're allowed to open hand slap, which is great because that's that's like if you walked at any school associated with Gracie, especially the Enzo Gracie Academy, they're slapping the shit out of you. <laughs> like you're gonna get slapped your first day. Listen, if you cup, if you cup that you know. hand, you cup that hand, yeah. you come across the ear, you're breaking an eardrum. There's no way fans are butts. It's like dude, 45 oh. degrees, yeah, uh, 90 degrees here, and you yeah. just turn your trunk and just boom, yep. you get the hand to go from the <laughs> ear down to the jaw. You yep. you get a, you can cover a lot of territory here. Oh yeah. Give me like in, uh, and especially Tommy if you're getting something not so much here or here, yeah. but right here. And if you surprise somebody with that, oh my gosh, oh, I slap the shit out of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an old Charlie Murphy joke, right? Is that they used to do that shit back in the day, and then they would just have a gunfight afterwards. <laughs> How disrespectful it is. <laughs> Habitual line stepper. <laughs> they have a duel afterwards. <laughs> hey, yeah, no, okay. Honestly, and to get back to the slaps, though, yeah. this is for yeah. the kids in the room, right? Stop fighting with closed fists yeah. out on the street because you break your hands. It's a fucking mess, right? Yeah. You don't have that jacked up shit. Open hand slap is way more effective. There's less breaking points, more power. You're not going to get hurt. Slap each other, guys. Yeah. Okay. And you're not going to cut I, up. You're not going to cut up the guy you're competing with. He's, you know, you, you know, you don't want that scar tissue. So open hand slap. You can learn to throw a punch later. Learn how to yeah. throw your hands first. Go back and watch <laughs> your old pancreas bare knuckle uh, MMA events. They always open hand palm striked and slapped. 
That was one of the things about Krav Maga I love too, is that just having the open hand and then having the ability to, to cup it a little bit, and then your fingers can go into an eye or something. Yeah. You know, John Jones is the master of Krav Maga. He's poking everybody in the eye all the guy. <laughs> he's got it. He's got that shit on lockdown. Like he's he's out there. He's so I remember. I remember on the ship there, uh, we were doing our little sales there, Reed, uh, and uh, I was I was doing. I can you not call time. it little sales? We were like, doing we're in the sales. Navy. <laughs> it's, uh, it's already silly enough. Everyone thinks it's a Dick Van Dyke movie. But you gotta call it little sales. Come on, Sean. So we did we did a sale together. And I was doing Aikido. I didn't like and... sale. It's very Christopher Cross. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about working out on the sale, Sean. It yeah. sounds uh, <laughs> sounds delightful. Well, it's I mean, raining, we... man. <laughs> it sounds like the start to a novel with a guy who doesn't have a shirt on in the cover. Oh my gosh! So Reed was there. He saw me benching three thirty at that time. Come on, man! All right, Reed all you're doing is saw that. Is right in chapter one. Yeah, it makes it sound like Reed Homer's in the corner, sitting on the treadmill, smoking a cigarette. Yep. Watching me, <laughs> watching press me three hundred thirty, and it wasn't three thirty; it was more like one thirty. But oh, get out of here, you! <laughs> Anyways, though, so here I am. I'm, I'm instructed. I'm doing Krav Maga. I instructed a couple of the guys there. Not Krav Maga. Aikido. Sorry, Aikido. Aikido. Yeah. And Dancing dude, I remember, I remember clothes. talking to you about some <laughs> stuff. You were showing me some crazy judo stuff that I had no idea, and I wanted to know what your discipline was when you were doing MMA. What, 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 what did you focus on? And what would you what would you consider your greatest discipline in all of mixed martial arts? Submissions, but you know the thing is, like everyone thinks submissions, and today they just call it Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And like, there's so many other um, older styles, styles older than Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, like catches can, uh, catches catch can wrestling, you know, uh, catch wrestling, um, uh, fucking um, sambo. You know, yeah. we're fortunate here, like all the all the great schools we have here in Massachusetts in the Boston area specifically, they all have these judo and sambo uh, clubs that they pretty much let anyone walk in, you know? So I'm like 15, 16 years old going down to BC because there's a bunch of Ruskies having a sambo club. Yep. Um, and they're like, oh, put on jacket, put on shoes. And then they just beat the fuck out of you for 45 minutes, you know? And it's like, you know, so it was, it was purely for me. My discipline was like mixed wrestling, mixed, mixed submission wrestling. Right. Is how I always described it. Um, I miss the days when they called, uh, you know, mixed martial arts is a great name, but now it just gets associated with Muay Thai and Jiu Jitsu. Everyone describes it like that. Yeah, right? yeah, pretty much. Realistically, it's more boxing and wrestling yeah. than anything else. And then you got the occasional Jiu Jitsu assassin. But yeah, I was always just uh, let you take me down, get in my guard, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choke you the fuck out. No matter what, or break your arm. Oma Plata was a real strong one for me. So submission, submission wrestling, I'd say. Yeah, um, real awesome. strong, real strong judo background, real strong sambo background. Yeah. Um, what was your uh, weight class when you were fighting? Uh, I went everywhere from one seventy to two oh five. Because hmm. back then, it's like uh, you you didn't have like a you know the UFC roster now has like five hundred fifty guys and gals on it, right? There wasn't a lot of competition. So, you know, you'd be trying to get a fight where, you know, I could fight a couple of tomato cans in a row. That's not doing anything for you, right? Yeah. If some guy's at, at 195 and he's game as fuck, um, I'm taking that fight, even though it's 20 pounds over what I should be. Realistically, uh, you know, if I was taking it you know, 100% serious, not stepping outside of where I should be, I should have been fighting at like 170. Yeah. Beating yeah. down there. Yeah. My buddy awesome. uh, James was a uh, 
high school wrestling champ, you know, yep. state champ and all that good stuff. And then, you know, went to junior college because we're you know, tough we're state to do that in too. Yep. And uh, there's a dude there that fought two five. His name was Tyson. And he was a mauler. Yeah. This was like 99 or so, like right what kind of when all this stuff was popping off. Yeah. And those two got invited to a MMA fight and we went and Tyson went first and he thought he was going to, we like, we all thought he was going to maul that dude because that's all we had been a part of. Right. And he went in with a boxer. And before yep. you could even shoot in, that dude just cleaned him out in his mouth. Like it was like a seven second ordeal. Yeah. And James that- was like, shit, what have I got? Like real quick, like I had to draw a strategy because they had never seen, like they just hadn't got like, you know, they were offered like 500 bucks if you won or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like 18 at, and you're in college. 18 like, and, and 99, move. that's stupid money. And you've been, yeah. and you've been, and you've been getting people. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like the last, you know. Those guys, it was like the last 10 years, every freestyle wrestling event they'd gone to, they just dominated and smashed. They're like, well, how hard is this? I got to take them down and just beat the shit up. I'm like, this yep. is easy. That was and the that, plan. That the is plan still... Was, the plan was shoot, right? Yep. Mount, elbows. Like, that yep. was the plan. Yeah. And then... Not, like, not a bad plan. Like, shit, we got to, like, you know, you got to wait for him to, you know... You got you to gotta account for range and timing, though, of a yep. boxer. That's the problem. Yep. Like, Well, Tyson that. didn't well, do that. He, ate, he, ate a, he just ate a fist and it was over. Like, it was... And that's how yeah. quick it would be over. And that's the thing is that you know it's 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 sad. It's sad. You, Brad, you gotta tell you gotta tell Reed about the, your Chris Lieben story there. One of my one of my favorite all time MMA fighters yeah. ever, Chris uh, Lieben. He was uh, dating a girl from here who she now dates uh, Patrick Chung from your Patriots. No shit. And uh, I love Patrick yeah. Chung. So Lieben Lieben comes to my little. He comes up here to Whidbey, and. Uh, for a party, it wasn't even a UFC thing. He was, you know, because he was training never or whatever, right? And uh, yeah. just down the street. And so they came home for the weekend or whatever. And we have a party for my buddy. Uh, we call him Little Steve, but Little Steve is 6'2, 305 of just pure Italian. <laughs> like he's like, yeah. So it's he's ironic. Like, he's Uncle Steve now at my house and he's he's ready to get down with anybody. He just protects my kids. And it's like the best thing to have is Steve, right? Like, yeah, at 17, I got Steve a couple of dudes ride, like that. Yeah, Steve would come, would go out of town with us on bat. Like we'd, we'd, we'd play basketball, and he was a D lineman, and he was probably like two seventy in high school. He's just like, just you know, this massive deadlifted thigh, like the first guy I knew that ever had like real thighs that wouldn't fit in jeans, <laughs> um, eating everything in sight. Yeah, and he would just go to the away games and just would sit in the stands and like wait for some you know middle aged dad to start talking shit to the high school basketball. Like, outside, he would just be like talking people. Be like, sir, and, uh, you and yeah. I are gonna do this. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Pardon me, sir. Excuse me. So, uh, you know, it's whatever year Lieben's getting his move on. Here, hi. All right, we got a little distraction there. It'll happen. And, yeah, that's the best of it, right? It's the move. And so, uh, you know, Steve's not afraid to throw with anybody. And so we're there, and uh, we're in the backyard, just drinking and having a ball of bonfire and those two like start not john but just kind of like you know and chris is like 225 probably at that point yeah like, he's walking around 60 like, pounds yeah. of each other beat it at 185 yeah but steve's got these long ass arms you know and so uh they're just fucking around and then pretty soon the next thing i know like they're slap boxing around the bonfire and steve <laughs> open hands him like a damn grizzly bear and chris oh, like, like this and looks at him he's like if you do that to me again he's like i'm gonna beat your ass and steve was like 
nope. <laughs> that moment of like, I was like, man, I got real tense real quick, you know, because Chris, you know, Chris was in the bag a little bit. So was Steve. Yeah. So like, it would have been, it would have been something to see. I imagine they would have ended up in the fire pit at some point. Because... <laughs> the fire is the ref. It's going to break so, it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. when, I, when I was a young fight, when I was a young fighter, so the promotions I used to fight for, they used to have, they used to fly out these MMA stars. And I use that word very loosely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the first, the first MMA star that was at one of, at my very first fight, my very first professional fight in front of, it was in Club Lido in Revere, Revere, Massachusetts. Um, if any Africans or Dominicans are uh, listening right now, they know what the fuck I'm talking about. Club Lido. This is the shit. They always had Worlds Night, a lot of Caribbean type shit. But uh, the first time it was, uh, fuck, what was his name? Jason, uh, the crazy dude. Always had the skunk stripe, red skunk stripe down, the, down the, his head there. Oh, yeah. What is his name? Uh, submission dude. But he would go, he'd go out there and box everybody. Yeah. God damn it. He used to be one of my favorite fighters. I can't think of it. All I think about is the Red Rooster for some strange reason. Uh, Jason Miller. Jason Mayhem. Oh, there yeah. we go. That was the first one. The second <laughs> one was Chris Lieben. So I had driven down to uh, Virginia to fight on a, on a card that uh, Chris Lieben was at as like kind of the celebrity thing because it was the it was it was just after they filmed the first season of The Ultimate Fighter. Right. And he get. Jason Mayhem Miller gave me a piece of advice with a bunch of the, he's like, where are all the young fighters? And Jason had us like huddle up and he's just like, here's your one secret. Stay away from bitches. And then he went back with the hottest Hawaiian chick I've ever seen in my life and was all over bitches. And then I was like, all right. And then I saw his career take a tumble with that same chick. That's what his first bit of legal, legal troubles was that chick. Yep. Then Chris Lieben gave me the second best piece of advice in my life. Was he's like my wrestling coach used to tell me in high school, take Copenhagen long cut and line your mouth guard with it, and then put it on before you compete. And he's just like, long story short, stop fucking listening to your high school wrestling coach <laughs> for anything when it comes to this shit because it's a bad idea. And it was like it was one of the best things I ever heard because I always had I, I collected this this like encyclopedia of dumb shit that random people random men in my life had given me is like. Sun, you got to do this. Keep the sun to your back at all times. Pink sky at night. Sailors delight. You know all that fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. He, Chris Lee was like, "No, don't do any of that." Right? Just throw it the fuck out. It was the, that was the that was the best piece of advice. Jason Mayhem Miller amazing, was the second piece of advice. advice. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> whatever fucking your high school coach gave you. Throw the fuck out. Unless you want to be like that guy, you shouldn't do what that guy's doing. <laughs> that, was, that was that was that was that was the nugget at the that was the that was the nuggety center of that candy bar of knowledge. Because it's like your high school. You think about your high school wrestling coaches; they're all shit shows. Like they're divorced uh, twice or thrice. You know what I mean? Like thrice. They, they drive a piece of shit car. They make it thirty thousand a year. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it's honorable profession. Honorable. Okay. It yeah. is. It is. But like you just know, it's, it's like it's their it's their visitation weekend because the kids sitting on the side of the mat like watching everyone else F- fight. Dude, like, oh man, that hit home so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry when you said it about the the whole tire bitches thing. There, all I'm thinking about is Mickey. They're talking to Rocky. Women weakens legs. <laughs> that's essentially what he was getting at. That's essentially what he was getting at. And I, I, you know, that's that's another thing from my MMA days. I I believed that shit for a long time. Yeah. Like. uh I was a, I was a high libido boy at those at those day, ages, you know, and uh, I used to just spend months um, just not exerting myself in that way, uh, not <laughs> just because your life force. 
Yeah, no, no. Just I was I was walking around with a fucking loaded gun everywhere, <laughs> and it was it was a problem because like the the, the periodicity of the fights kept you know building up. It was it was yeah. like then it, I just wasn't you know I think the kids call it edging now, you know whatever the fuck they're calling it these days. Yeah. It was just I was I was so tense. Yeah, um, that's you know, bad di- decisions. Yeah, thank God for <laughs> Copenhagen. Copenhagen taught me off the ledge numerous times because I was I was about to go to jail, but I just put a lip in and be like, all right. Whatever. So yeah, I forgot. I forgot you used to do the old chewing tobacco there, man. You were you were. That used to be my shit, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that old uh, Joe Rogan advice. Every time you're ready to make a bad decision or a decision that you're questioning, you should uh, put some life force out there and then see if you still make that decision. Yeah, and Joe Rogan's every time wise dude because it's like even even before I bought my truck, I was like. Where's your bathroom? <laughs> <What's that? laughs> and they're like, oh, you got to get a little nerves. I'm like, yeah, something like that. Don't worry about something it. Like that. Something you like that. The, you, get the, you get the puffs plus with lotion in there. We're like, oh, what are we talking God. about here, bro? Uh, uh, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll clean the place up real nice. So you're going to be fine. Out. You won't ever know I was there. It's okay. All right. Reed, I got to ask you. Did you see the Toronto Maple Leafs being number one in the whole entire NHL? Oh my god! Did you see that coming, Sean? This is a make-believe season. You're playing. There's no, a Canada no, division. No, no, no. you're yeah, playing the yeah. same team ten times in a row. Yeah, this is a, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! That's all right. That's you all talked. Right. You talked this shit in the NFL, hey, and what happened? Hey, what happened? Hey, what hey, happened? Who cares? What happened when you talked this shit in the NFL? We went to the AFC Championship. It's all good. That's a, that's good. something to celebrate. It, it was better than not making the playoffs. <laughs> no, it isn't. You know what's great? Winning Super Bowls. Brad the quarterback was the rushing like... leader in that game. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. When you, when you okay, have, when you have, when you have, Brad's when you have, when you have, drop the leg drop. You're doing. When you have two, when you have two, you have two solid running backs, and your quarterback's leading rushing. There's only one running back that was running there that day. All right. Oh yeah. It's still one. It's still one. It's still one. Yeah, that's better, than, that's better than a lot of teams have. Well, Devin, Devin, Devin Singletary has all the pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. Russell Wilson has been yeah. prolific with his rushing ability over the years. Hey, Absolutely. Consist, consistently. Absolutely. Consistently. In I, big games, I do not disagree. In big and games that he won. Russell yes. Wilson's also going to get spanked if he played Kansas City. Maybe. What Here's are you talking thing. about Kansas City Here's for? The He's thing. in the Even NFC. when they were down to their fifth string running back, Russell Wilson wasn't leading the team in rushing. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Josh jo- Josh Allen just was scrambling for the sake of scrambling because he didn't know what the fuck he was listen, doing. Listen, I, I already know that. I, I was embarrassed. Who was I rooting for? Sean, who was I rooting for? I know you were rooting for Buffalo. I understand. How many Super Bowls have you no, had no, to let's not even Let's not even go Super there, Brad. Let's not even go there, Brad. Let's not even go there. We know how many. Raise your hand if you've never celebrated a Super Bowl. Come on, Sean. Be honest right now. If you never celebrate, oh, never celebrated, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Thank you. It's pretty weird. Uh, two out of three, your their hands are down, <laughs> and you have two teams. You've got no, double the. They shot. were both losers. Shot. Here's the thing: so I was at work. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it right now! I was at work, and I'm explaining to them. I go, I'm getting killed. I'm getting killed here by the boys. Because they're there going on about, like, you got two teams, uh, Cleveland and Buffalo. They're both in the postseason. I go, it used to be cute. It used to be cute when they were both lovable losers. And now it's just like it's a point of contention. I don't even understand that. Sean, you can't have more than one team. Okay. Pick a team and stick to it. That, that's <laughs> 
problem purist. Yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit strange if you have like favorite teams in different cities too, but like I'll give you a pass if it's different sports. Like, mm, okay, right? No, here, here here's the thing that we deal with with a very specific community. This is gonna sound a little racist, but it's against a group of people that no one minds being racist towards. The Portuguese. <laughs> now there are a lot of there are a lot of the Portuguese in Lowell here. Love the food. Portuguese bakery down on on uh, on um, freaking Gorm Street, one of my favorite places ever. But there's something with every Portuguese kid my age. None of them are Patriots fans because we didn't have success in the, in the early Good to mid nineties. Good for Shut them. up, Sean. Shut up. They've never been anywhere else except the Azores uh, for a holiday. That's about it. But they're fucking Dolphins fans. They're fucking Packers Good fans. Them. Good for them. They have no loyalty. Here's Good what you for do: them. you pick a team. If 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 you're in New England. You have a team. I'm a Bills fan. Listen, if it comes down to it, it is Bills you, I, versus I, the Browns. No, no one blames no one blames you for being a Bills fan because that's proximity, right? That's yeah. there's a ge- it makes geographical sense. Brad, what's your team? Is it fucking Seattle. is it the Houston's? No. Oh yeah, because you got Seattle right there, right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. That makes fucking sense to me. Even when it sucked. <laughs> even when it sucked. Even Anyways. when like TJ Husman Jada was the I don't best even know thing how he we had got- going for it. <laughs> I don't know John's got the football. Stop talking, talking about, about Cleveland. the Leafs. We're talking you, about the you Leafs. Won't, you want Cleveland shit? Stop wanting Cleveland shit. Because I think yeah. you have nine NHL teams probably. No, it's Leafs seven. all the way. It's only seven. Period. Listen, Period. It's only seven, and here's how I know because yeah, that's how many Canadian teams there are. Yeah. Oh, for crying out loud. Listen, yeah. if it comes to the postseason, you're rooting, you're rooting for the Canadian no, division, no. you son of a gun. Yeah, of course I am. If it comes to the postseason, I want to see one Canadian team raise a Stanley Cup. I hope it's Toronto. Sean, well, I want to see. I want to see one team Racist. raise the cup. I want to see one team raise the cup, and that's the Boston Bruins. Yeah, that's yeah, how this disgusting. works. Yeah, but because of how many Americans are there? <laughs> <laughs> you got Brad Marchand over there. Yeah, loyalty, loyalty makes you sick. You're about huh? to play Zdeno. You're about to play Zdeno Chara. Well, actually, Marchand. I'm sorry, not you, but uh, Brad Marchand is about to play Zdeno Chara coming up tonight. I thought you were talking about me and talking trying to talk trash about Beast. No, no, Zdeno Chara. So, so Marchand, you know he's not going to be licking Zdeno Chara's face. You know he's not going to be doing any of that crap, dude. Those guys. Zidane Chara has been his like greatest mentor his entire career. You think he would hide behind oh daddy? My God. Hide he behind would, Marshawn daddy. Marshawn never had hit behind anyone. All right? Yes, he that's, did. That's he was a little five foot nine jerk. Yes. Yes. Although, you're, not, you're not much taller than that, my friend. I know. I would still, you know what? I would take that man <laughs> on my team and not talk about crap out of him. I think he's a great player. Where's, 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 Brad Marchand? where's Brad Marchand from? Yeah, Hammond's Plains. Exactly. Nova Not my fucking, that's your fucking problem. I know. <laughs> so watch, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Brad's a good dude. He's a good. Hey, boy. listen, listen. I'm not saying he's a. If he was on my team, I love him too. Absolutely, but he's not. Wait, hold on. So, which 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 team clear. are we talking about, though, Sean? So I'm clear. Which one? The Leafs. So you it. don't like him now. <laughs> yeah, Brad. But if yeah. he was on your team, he would be cool. Yeah, he'd be super cool. Yeah. Can you make heads and tails of that? Because there's plenty of guys. On, I, I I love Carrie Price. He's on our mortal enemy team, right? I love yeah. Carrie Price though. I love his personality. I love his resolve. Mm. I love the way he handled those shitty Montreal fans when he first was out there, and they tried to boom him off the ice. Boom Montreal the fans ice. are the worst. They're the They're absolute the worst. worst. I love. I love. Then we're love, then love. we're then we're second. We're second. Maple Leaf. But fans you know are what? The worst. I hate Montreal. But I love Carey Price. I got no problem with that. Yeah, right? yeah, I hear you. I can I can hate the individual. I hated John Scott 
for a long time. Yeah. But and then Brad Marchand has nothing to Brad do with Marchand's got that certain thing where he can get under people's skin. Now, if I had him on my clearly, team, it's great. If, if, it got, if, it, really if, it, if it got to your team, if he, like, it, does, it shouldn't matter what jersey he's wearing. You either love somebody or you hate them. That's it. No, 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 no. If he's on my oh, team, yeah. that's fine. That's fine. No. I'll, I'll accept it. No, Same you thing can't with Nazim Kadri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with Nazim Kadri when he was here. I loved him. And now he's in Colorado. Yeah. Who's, uh, who's the NFL player you hate the most? This is the NFL player I hate the most? Yeah. Oh, that's Golden Tate. Josh Allen. Golden Tate. Yeah, I did Josh Allen. Golden Tate was like Buffalo Bill. Would you still root for him? It would be hard to. Golden Tate. It would be hard to. I mean, I he's get a, it. He's a. He's a <laughs> I get he's it. A, he's an interesting person. Yeah. But Listen. you know, Sean, you got You got to. You got to stop measuring people by whether they're playing for you or playing for someone else. I'm. A, I'm a man of the world. I'm. I'm earthly. You know what I mean? What do you want me to do? Yeah. I'm all over the place with this shit. Yeah. I can sit there and I can appreciate somebody no matter where they are. Yeah. Um. You know, Connor McDavid's face just annoys the shit out of me. Why? I love watching him play. Oh, Why? Man, he's got a stupid face. He's the greatest hockey player I got a of this face. time period right He's now, guessing, man. No, Sidney Crosby's still the greatest hockey player of this time. Oh, come on, man. Now, now, now you're talking nonsense. Now I'm you're not talking, talking nonsense. nonsense. Sidney yes, Crosby was and, and will continue to be until he fucking no, retires. No. You know what? I mean, you might have a point, but at the same hand. How I might have that? a point. I have the ultimate point. See, here's the thing is that. When I look at Edmonton, for all I we know, Connor McDavid's a flash in the pan, Sean. So no way, come on, Sidney man. Crosby, he's been, he's, he's, been, he's been in the league. He's been in the league six seasons now. He can't be a flash in the pan. How many cups does he won? I agree with you. He has none. Absolutely none. How many? And play still with Crosby, Sidney Crosby is the LeBron of the Angel. No, yeah. he's not. That's every, Wayne Gretzky it's, it's, all it's, day, every no, day. No, 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 no. Wayne, Sidney Crosby's still in the league. LeBron's still in the league. Sydney Crosby, okay, the all Jordan. Right, all right, all right. Yeah. right. There we go. So here we go. Gretzky's the Jordan. Sydney's LeBron. There you go. All right, all right. Exactly. And it's it's in vogue to fucking hate on, on this uh, other guy. Is the kid? Sounds like yeah. he's the Giannis. No, no, no. Connor McDavid has got mad talent. Mad so talent. Yeah, Giannis is insane. Giannis is even the best player. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Connor McDavid's the best best player in the league at all. Like, like, like I was gonna give you, I was gonna give you a point that, like, you know, like you had Sidney Crosby and you had Evgeny uh, uh, Malkin all on the same team, but then when I think about it, you have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on the same team. So I mean, okay, that negates itself already. But the thing is, Edmonton doesn't have a great goaltender. No, no, Edmonton. Sean, 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 you're already fucked up here. Leon, Leo Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid playing the same line. Yeah, I know. Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin are two different lines. They're two different lines. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you. you. I totally agree. When Sean gets to an MA, he sounds like the Hoogie Monster. (laughs) 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 Nah, 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 nah. (laughs) Just wait for it. Next time he gets real hot, you'll hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to eat the cookie. And Sidney Crosby, Batman. This is your point. I think you're taking your point. It's all it's all the it's all the pro it's all the pro wrestling. It's like listen here, brother. This guy's a mess over here. And this guy's a real jerk over there, and I'm in the middle of it. Listen, and I'm taking I the whole Sean has long sleeves on and a banana hammock on underneath that. Like, he's not hundred percent. He's he he's, no pants on. He's Fijian warrioring it right now. He might have a grass straw on, but no no pantalones or trousers oh, pantalones. Or, or underwears of any any any. That form. man's thighs are exposed on that chair. Oh God! Throw that! Burn that chair, dude! And wear a mask when you do. 
Because there's gonna be there's some there's some there's some there's some leakage into that chair. Oh it should gosh. not be vaporized and breathed. I was gonna play breathe. some. I'm a real American there by Rick Derringer. <laughs> I am a real American. Rick Derringer. I'm glad you brought him up. One of the greatest musical minds of all time. Absolutely, absolutely. Why do you think Vince McMahon hired him? All over the place. Why do you think uh, Vince McMahon hired him for the WrestleMania album? Vince McMahon's an idiot. I don't know. Ah. Oh my God, Reed! I love you. I love you because these are great conversations. Hey, 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 Sean! I got three letters for you: X, F, L. Tell me, Vince McMahon's not a fucking hey, moron. The Rock just bought it. I'm waiting. The Rock just bought it. I'm waiting. The Rock just bought it. Okay, so if The Rock's a fucking moron too. Like, great. The Rock's not a billionaire. Vince McMahon <laughs> and, is. And Vince he's the McMahon's dumbest doing- billionaire. And Trump was our president. Vince McMahon is the dumbest billionaire of all of all time. McMahon's starting another football league. And he has Marshawn. He and he has Marshawn Lynch and oh, uh, Homeboy. Brad, Brad, uh, are you excited to see Marshawn Lynch do anything other than sell Ma- RB sandwiches or subways? Whatever the fuck he's doing. Marshawn Lynch is about to buy a team in it. You're not. You're not selling me on anything, Sean. Marshawn Lynch is Curtis Jackson. Curtis Jackson at least spent some money on some smart shit. Vitamin water, Bellator. I get. I get Curtis Jackson throwing some money around at this at this nonsense. Yeah, you're not selling me on anything. Vince McMahon's getting to. another football league, and Marshawn Lynch is the is the is the linchpin to the whole thing. Where I'm like, oh, Marshawn Lynch is in. <laughs> it's, oh, man, look at my checkbook. It's Marshawn and Richard Sherman. So you just take it how you want to take it. <laughs> Richard Sherman, I have I have an insane amount of respect for. The boy went yeah. to Stanford. Fuck, I I can't say that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, he's a he's a bitch, but I can't believe I'm about to get into this bitch. with. I can't believe I'm about to bring this up with a with a Bruins fan on. Do you want me to mute myself? I'll mute myself. No, no, no. no. You could, you could. You no, know, no. I want, I want to hear. I want to hear your thing about it. Right? Yeah. Now, now, poor Brad. We've been Remember talking a lot of NHL that. here. We've been talking a lot of NHL here. So I feel bad for you, Brad. I do. I, I've been fine with my responses. <laughs> so black last year, uh, the Canadian the Canadian clubs decided to bring out their all time teams okay, with their lines. I was so upset when I saw this. See, you got Sill Laps at center, Matt Sundin down center, Austin Matthews on your third line, and then Dave Keon. And all I'm thinking to myself, all I'm thinking to myself is you're missing Daryl Sittler and Doug Gilmer on your center. Hold on, hold on. I think you need to explain to me what this is again. This is the Maple Leafs all-time team. All-time team. So you have... A center, a right winger, a left winger, a defenseman, and a defenseman. Four lines, four lines. All right. Six defensemen, okay. two goaltenders. Okay. GM head coach. So, okay. So right, right now, everything. How thought, is Austin Matthews are you not even on that list at that point? That's exactly what I said. That's exactly what right. I said. You've been on five seasons. What are you doing as a. What are you, can't can't what? grow a goddamn mustache. Uh, I don't understand how he's on that list. And the only reason why he's there is because you know that some guy at TSN is sitting there going, you know, oh yeah, well he's playing right now, and you know, modern the kids, days. the kids, yeah, they're going to be the, the best kids. player ever. It's like you know, about, uh, wait, hold on, what was the argument you just made about that one guy being better than Sidney Crosby? <laughs> well, Con- Connor McDavid's not a leaf though; he's on Edmonton. I know, but you're, it's the same philosophy that you're shitting on TSN about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Daryl Sittler, 10 points in the game. Now. I don't know anything about hockey, but I'm just saying. 10 points in the game. Nobody's ever done that. Daryl Sittler did that. And Daryl Sittler, Sittler, Sittler comes from my my favorite city in Ontario. 
Do you know what it is, Sean? Give it to me. Give it to me. Kitchener. That's where that's where my all of them. Favorite come city, from, my favorite city in Ontario. Kitchener. Well, Daryl Sill is from, from Kitchener. So your argument that because he had one good game, he should be on the list. Is that what you're saying? It's not one good game. We're talking about over a thousand points. We're talking about Dougie Gilmore being one of the best captains on the team as well. Oh, you can't do, you can't just start throwing Dougie Gilmore into the conversation. You're not done. No, Darryl. no, because they're both missing in there. They're yeah, but you you haven't you haven't explained to Brad why Daryl Sittner should be on this list because like because Daryl Sittner because you said ten points in a game and then you're like a thousand points in his career. Well, how many years did he play in his career? Now, you got to put that in perspective. If you played 30 years in the NHL, 1,000 points isn't that impressive, right? No, you played, if, no, you played if, 30 years. If you he pull, that too. If, hold on. If he, play, if he pulled the Bobby Orr and got all of them damn points in 10 years, his 10-year NHL career, which everyone forgets Bobby about Bobby Orr, Orr I only did it in 10 for years. context. Just give yeah, me some context. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Brad. He's, Brad is just asking for context on this nonsense you're throwing at him. Because any asshole – it's the NHL. Any asshole can have a 10-point game. No, 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 no. He's Any the asshole. only player in the NHL I know, that I, a 10-point game. I, I understand that, Sean. But it is such an anomaly. Literally, any asshole can do it. Like, it, it's weird. My goodness. Any asshole can do it. So. It's not a good not a good measure. So you're talking I, I guarantee, about. I guarantee, all right, whoever has the most touchdowns as a hey, running back in the, in the NFL listen, listen probably isn't this. the greatest of all time. Listen to this. Danielle Marshall went to UConn, right, in the NBA. And one time he shot 12 three-pointers in one game. Yeah. Does that make him a prolific three-point shooter? Listen, let me, let me tell you something. Let me give you something about Sean, it. answer the question. It's a it's a simple it's it's no, so apropos no, no. what we're but talking let me, about. Let me give you let me give you some context on Daryl Sittler. Let's, give, just, give stay, me, let's just stay on Daryl Sittler for a while. This is the context. What team did Daniel Marshall play for when he made 12 three-pointers? I don't know what team. The Toronto Raptors. This is what I'm saying. One good game doesn't mean Jack when he's on the all. But this list. is not one good game. We're talking about. <laughs> but that Daryl was Sittler. your lead. Your lead point was. All right, stop. Stop. He stop. scored ten points in a game. Listen, so, Sean. Sean. People in Boston love PJ Stock vehemently to this day, and I'll never fucking understand it because he's a guy that just he didn't do much except fight people. Uh, you know, great, but. Uh, He's not. He's not an all-time great. People still go to Bruins game with PJ Stock jerseys on and PJ right. Stock wrecking crew hoodies. You have to explain why Daryl Sittler should right. be on this list so over first anyone off, else. First off, read, read. Would you agree somebody that gets a point a game is a prolific goal scorer? What kind of point? Because a point means who cares about what kind of point? You get a point a game. Are you not? Are you not a prolific goal scorer? You, I'm not, you, not. I'm sorry. A, a prolific player. A prolific player. I, I have three yeah. beers down inside of me here, okay? All right. So I've got a lot more than that. Mine are way higher ABV than your little uh, spindrift sparkling water over there. Anyways, would you not say that, though? Yes, that person, a point of game, is the is the average seat before I'm even talking about a Hall of Fame career. Is the average. For a Hall of Fame career, yes. For a Hall of Fame career, okay. Yes. So we're talking about a guy that plays 16 seasons, so 1,096 games. And has eleven and twenty-one, uh, one thousand one hundred twenty-one points. Sure, he is. He is somebody that deserves to be on that all-time list. But here's the thing: that who in, the guys in front of him on that list? What what was their contribution to the sport? So my, 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 Austin my, my, Matthews my, oh, just oh, showed oh, up. He just oh, showed yeah. up. Austin Matthews has not been in the league very long, 
Um, so it's a it's a marketing. Sean, you had you just got to understand this is a marketing thing. They got to sell some fucking tickets or what, what is this a documentary? Is it a fucking museum exhibit? I don't know what you guys. I don't know what the seven is. Is it just an like? You have to understand. They have to get the the younger so generation involved. Is trying to sell that moose knuckle commercial, and they're just trying to get the, uh, <laughs> or moose tracks or whatever it is. I forget what it is. Moose Listen, milk. And, and, and moose milk. I love moose. Moose milk is great. I bet. Melted ice cream with a bunch of booze in it. Yeah, well, a bunch of booze in it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you Canadians are all right. I didn't. I didn't know ice. <laughs> I did not know ice cream melted in Canada until I had moose milk. I was like, I thought it was just fucking negative twenty up there the entire time. <laughs> no, I, I I'm being serious here though, right? Like, I don't think you are. I don't, I, don't think I don't think you're taking this argument serious enough because you're am. missing like a big thing. Is just as as with anything else. Go watch the Grammys. We see a bunch of undeserving people winning all sorts of hard. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. What What are you doing? Like you, you Elvis, know, it, Elvis won how many? How many Grammys? How many if, Grammys did Elvis win? What if those lists are really created to get all your blood two. pressure up so that you talk about the show? <laughs> yeah, Sean, you're talking about the list. So the list obviously accomplished something. Like such a well-respected uh, sports media outlet is covering. I don't. I don't even know what the hell this seven is. I know guys via sports is. I don't know what the seven is. So they're already like dealing with the, the seven, the seven, seven Canadian teams, ne- bro. I didn't even know there was seven. I thought there was like three. What the- <laughs> I thought it was uh, Toronto, uh, yeah. the, de- de- the Detroit Red Wings, and um, <laughs> in Montreal. <laughs> Does Nova Scotia have a team? Like what the no, fuck? No, 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 no. Far, far east you go is Montreal. I know, I know, I know. They're all about the the Mooseheads over there. Yeah, Halifax Mooseheads. Who, by the way, uh, I, Nate, I have a Mooseheads jersey from a cousin of mine. Nate, Nate, Nate McKinnon's out. They only came from there. Was drafted from there. Um, uh, JS Jaguar, few other guys. Mooseheads got some good players. Yeah, Jean Jean Jabasin, Jiggy. I, I miss him yeah, yeah. dearly every day. Brad, you'd love him. He's a hip hop head too. But do you agree with me? Do you think that Austin Matthews is deserving to be in there? The Pretty world is in a meritocracy, Sean. Like it's, it's not about a meritocracy. Deserving? No, oh, I, I no, I, I, I no, I, I. When you're talking, all right, real spit. Organization like the Toronto Maple Leafs, as long as they've been around, just through attrition, um, I think you could make a list that doesn't include Austin Matthews. And I think Daryl Sittler and I, I, Dougie Gilmore more than Daryl Sittler, to be honest with you. Because uh, he's more of a name, probably should have been on that list ahead of Austin Matthews. Yeah, Austin Matthews will be on a list in thirty fucking years. He'll have his moment Listen, if, if he Wendell if he pans out the way it should. But yeah, the Wendell list, Clark, when, the Wendy list Clark, was yeah. created to spark conversation and controversy. That's it. That's it. That's why totally one day, agree. one day, one day on the news, coffee's bad. The next day, it's good for you. Chocolate's bad. Chocolate's good. You need something to talk about the water cooler, the scuttlebutt. You know, like. Yeah. This is what these well, stupid fucking lists are. This is how Stephen A. Smith it. makes his money. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. But meanwhile, there's there's an independent list that has Doug, uh, Daryl Sittler and Doug Gilmore both like uh, four and five. You know what I mean? So it's define independent. Is it a list you made while you're sitting on the toilet? Yes, yeah, so that was me. It was <laughs> four. Doug Gilmore. Five. That's, that's, a, that's a that's a very easy I qualification. Wrote this independent list. Listen, yeah. don't worry about who wrote it. Right? <laughs> someone who likes it. Someone who is independent. I can assure you, it was an independent list. <laughs> an independent, unbiased survey. One person. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. 
Super Bowl is coming up not this weekend but next weekend. Let's yes. uh let's 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 get into some things here. Let's let's unload that laundry there, Brad, because you've been quiet for a while because we've been talking to NHL. I've not been bad. quiet. The tape. No, yeah, bad. yeah, I know. You came out there with your drop kick here and there. Yeah. <laughs> Made sure that my face got the uh the laces ripped across my face there. Yeah, yeah. Open hand boots. slapped. It's fine. You open hand slapped on my chest. Yeah, yeah. Then you went woo. <laughs> woo. <laughs> Which, you know what you know what happens you know what happens when they score a goal in Boston. What does what does the announcer do? Yeah, I know, I know. I heard it a few times. I don't know when I come it? back. It's the fucking nature boy. Woo. Yeah, it's woo. Yeah, yeah, okay. it is. Yeah. I wish I'd known that before. Now <laughs> you wouldn't have had to have Sean yell into your ear. Yeah, no, I would have. I've been fine. I, I maybe you know. I, I mean, I'm, I follow Vancouver hockey because it's close. I'm, yeah, and I'm you got the how, Seattle for the Kraken. That's what I'm saying. But had I known there was a woo involved, I maybe would have gone Boston because, listen, all things Ric Flair. That's just the move. I know, dude. It, it, you know, the timing's fine. But I might, I might, I'm, I'm going to become a little bit of a Sean when the Kraken shows up. Because is there a better, is there a better name for a facility? No. On the crack house? No, there isn't. It's, it is so, it's so fitting. It's not the crack house, Seattle. though. It's, what the heck <laughs> yeah. is it called? It's something like Fly, Fly yeah, <laughs> Everyone, everyone's a, that, that's the corporate name, Sean. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, no, that's, listen, that's their slave name. We're talking, Christian, we're talking yes. Christian names Christian right here. Names. The crack house. Listen, well, if any, if you refer to your facility by your government name, you're a square. Oh, dude, yeah. don't be a nerd, Sean. Yeah, yo, we don't have like leaf gardens up. anymore. You know, what do you call like it? you guys? Well, it's still called it's called Sculpture Bank Arena. Yeah. Just like there's a call TD Bank North, you know. Uh, no, everyone still calls it uh, the Bush, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> or or the Fleet Center was when when I was a kid because there used to be a bank called Fleet. I don't know what the fuck happened to them. I think they just became TD Bank North Garden. I don't know. Well, TD Bank's I, from here, right? The only thing, the only thing I know about the only thing I know about banks is. Like uh, the only See, progression that's how, I know that's how, is because of, of the sports arenas. I'm like, well, yeah. they used to be the Fleet Center, it used to be Bush. I guess they were a bank. See, look now at it's us. now it's the TD Bank North Garden. Yeah, you got to put us bank Canadians, in the name, so I know it's a bank. Us Canadians just coming down there, going, "Hey, Boston, we'll take over." <laughs> You're not taking over shit. How about that? What do you think TD stands for, brother? Uh, totally don't. <laughs> Toronto Dominion. Wow, that's dumber than what I was about to come up with. <laughs> you guys are fucking dumb up there. I'm just gonna say it. What a bad. You guys also city. make voting machines. Do you what? <laughs> make what? You guys also make voting machines. <laughs> no, we don't make the voting machines. No, the Dominion Toronto voting Dominion, machines. Toronto Dominion's not the algorithm breaking. Uh, no, no, no. I think they came from Italy, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah, blame the Italians. Haven't they endured enough? They were they were with Hitler when everything went wrong. You know, they're giving us pizza, so we should just be. I mean, just you know, yeah, yeah, and, and, uh, chi- and chicken piccata, veal yeah. piccata. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's Bacatas. true. That's true. All right, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Let's get into this. Oh my God, I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl. Really? But it hinged on Buffalo, and Buffalo fucked me. How would how would you feel if Tom Brady this week it came out that Tom Brady almost wore number seven because uh, he was chasing his seventh? championship ring which is like the most tom brady bullshit ever yeah he's yeah, he's, the, yeah. he's 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 always been the biggest douchebag i could always recount like uh, if you ask me offhand who's the biggest douchebag I'm like ah 
Tom Brady. Like, I that's, feel like that's the douchiest like move ever. Maybe you so. know this. Uh, are Seal and, and Tom Brady friends? Probably. Because I think their wives control their wives, lives, are, right? Yeah, like they, the wives they tell each, them what to do. They you know, almond a week. Dude, Seal, Seal, Seal used to dress badass back in the day. He had the shirt open. There was a fan blowing on him. He's like, there used to be a great tower yep. alone on the sea. The nips blasting. I have not seen Seal's shirt open in about 20 years no. since Heidi Klum shut up. Same thing with Tom. Tom oh used to God. have that boy body back there. It was all pasty. Now he's tan. He's playing golf in freaking Pebble Beach. It's like. Dude, I think the most arrogant thing I saw was oh. him and Gronk redoing that thing that they did from the AFC that Championship the in 2019. Do did you, you like that? Use, did you just uh, use the word arrogant with me, yeah. Sean? Yeah, arrogant. Yeah. That's too many syllables, bro. You got to calm it down. <laughs> the Blue Collar Podcast, my friend. Watch your mouth. But yeah, that, that was... That Meritocracy. Was, <laughs> Shut up, Brad. <laughs> he missed he missed that one entirely. <laughs> he thought that he thought that was a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Finishing move. Listen. <laughs> I already said it. I already said it on the uh the live earlier. I still think that this is like a mirror image of WrestleMania 3, Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. So you know, so I need to explain that to him. Catch a pack in his eye on fourth and two in the fourth quarter. (laughs) 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 I'm saying Patrick Mahomes has got to has got to get the body the body slam on on you know on uh, old Tom Brady in order to become the greatest of all time. I think you are selling Tommy short. I I don't there's I don't think there's anything in Tom's DNA that wants him to give over this thing. He ain't gonna give it over. He ain't gonna get yeah. it. There's no you know, way we're not here of like the passing of the torch. Like that's not, this that's is a not passing over torch. This isn't the passing of a torch. You're talking no. about two completely different athletes. No, no. There are two very different quarterbacks. I'm, no, they yeah, play they the are. same position yeah. on maybe, paper. Maybe you're yeah. talking about two different things. Polar opposite we've ever seen compete in the Super Bowl. No, right? absolutely. It's insane. The disparity but I want, is crazy. I want Mahomes to win to get it. You know what I mean? That that'll, that will be the passing of the torch. That will be him. It's not a passing of a torch though. Tom yes, Brady. yes. All right, all right, all right. If 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 Mahomes' career goes as good as it can go in this era, it still won't be as good as Tom Brady's. Oh, Tom Brady is the the luckiest son of a bitch on the planet uh, that's ever donned the uniform. That's why we're seeing this. How whole can situation. you say that? He's been at eighteen percent of all the Super Bowl. How can you say he's that lucky? Because he's been an 18% of what do, you, what, do you, what do you just answered my own question. Like he's he's had the right thing. Of the, uh, you have to be you have to be good, but it's better to be lucky. And okay, he's been very yeah, lucky. Yeah. I guarantee if you got Tom on the phone right now, he'd say the same goddamn thing. Even when he lost, he was like it was he got beat by luck. When he, like, yeah. It was it was the most insane shit you'd ever see. That David like, Tyree thing is still to this day. I, don't <laughs> I still I wake up seeing that image in my head. Oh, him like this. I'm like, what the fuck was that? You guys ever see that movie, uh, The Replacements with Keanu Reeves? Oh yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All I yeah. think about that's what I think about that di- that David Tyree kid is when they put all that stick him on that guy's glove. <laughs> yeah. They just did that on his helmet. That's how I feel about that movie. Like, there's no way he catches that ball. It that was the best. It happened in the Seattle Super Bowl too with uh, yep. fucking Lockett. I was like. Why is this happening again? <laughs> yeah, but then the very next play, though. Uh, I was like, why would you do something so controversial <laughs> to me like this? Show some respect. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'll go Philadelphia. The Philadelphia the home, one I think was better than uh, the Giants. Sean, one, seriously though, seriously, seriously though, Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you seriously think Mahomes is going to have the career that Tom Brady's had, I think he's going to have a better career. Yeah, oh wow. my god! All right, uh, so Connor McDavid's going to have a better career than Wayne Gretzky. Absolutely, Connor McDavid. Yeah, no, nobody's ever going to have a career better than Wayne Gretzky. Although. Although Ovechkin is why, why though Sean? why the why though Sean? Ovechkin why? is chasing his goals. He yeah, one one goals. of his one of his thirty records. Why though Sean? Why is why is no one going to fucking top a great? Because the Wainer was amazing. Right. Or or does it also have to do with the fact that he was amazing? Plus the era that he was playing in had a different set of rules, different set of regulations. Listen, is a little more favorable to the goals. Like, you have a look. Have a look at have a look at those times. It's Wayne Gretzky. It's yeah. Michael Jordan. It's yeah. Tom Brady. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a New England fan, and I don't like that. But it is what it is. Yes. I, I don't I, disagree I don't, with you. I hate Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady. I hate his stupid face. I hate. I hate. He's a dweeb. Like he's like he's like this dweeb that like won the lottery, and it's just like God damn it. He I eats avocado ice that. cream, dude. It sucks. I've made avocado ice cream before. I've tried it. It's not good. Just because Tom did? Be honest. <laughs> no, it was honest. before Tom was doing oh. it. And now everyone's eating avocado ice cream. It's at my local freaking ice cream place down here, Heritage Farms. I'm like, Gross. what are you guys doing? You guys are like fat fuck chicken tenders. And now you're making avocado ice cream? Like, well, it's, like, it's a balance, Reed. How dare you? <laughs> it's like the Diet Coke with the Big Mac meal, right? Like, you, just, you might as well just yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. You okay. go to TGI you know, Fridays, you got like the wings, the burgers, everything. Yeah. Like, I love the Diet Coke, though. Yeah, <laughs> when you when you say that his career, I mean, obviously, you know. But the thing is that Mahomes does have that potential to be amazing. Sean. Amazing. He, doesn't matter. It, it's not about potential. Tom Mahomes' Br- ceiling is Kobe Bryant, uh, LeBron James in the, yeah. in, as a he, comparison. Sean, here's the thing, though. You got to understand. Or Sydney Tom Carson. Brady. Tom Brady didn't have Tom Brady's potential back when he was Patrick Mahomes' age. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. There were six. They, there's a documentary called the, the Tom Brady Six of QBs that went ahead of them. Right. That's potential. He right. didn't have it. Right. Didn't have it. It was a yeah. freak thing. I hope it never happens again. It's like a fucking tsunami well, in Japan. It, it's not going to happen again. I hope it never happens that's, again. That's my argument for the same thing with Michael Jordan. Is that there's guys that trailblaze, right? The I, I hope Redskins, it never happens again. The Michael Jordans, the Tom yeah. Brady's, they trailblaze. They get us somewhere. Yeah. And it, Let it you might know what's be, possible. It'll never be replicated. Yeah, and it's just it, you see it with perfect example the UFC today, right? Uh-huh. You take a guy who's not even in the top twenty-five of a division, put him back in the in that division ten years ago, he's the fucking greatest champion of all time, right? Because it, yeah. it, it has it, those guys were necessary. Gretzky was so avant-garde, right? Here's your French for you, Valencourt. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he was so avant-garde. Everyone they changed the fucking rule book. Right. And players realized that they had to get faster. They had to get smarter. They had to work, you know, more on the twinkle toes and all that other shit. They had to get smarter. Tom Brady, same deal, made everyone have to get better. Right? Yeah. yeah. And now Tom Brady doesn't look as insane as he did because everyone's catching up now. He's playing against guys that grew up watching him. The sport's gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. Defensive yeah. linemen to go, edge rushers have gotten better. Because they watched Tom Brady's release. That was the best thing about Tom Brady. Yeah, I Three can't, seconds I can't from argue. When the ball snapped when he's connecting yeah. with somebody. I can't, I can't Edge argue with you are watching that shit and they're I can't ready argue now. with you that. There's That's a, why you'll never have another Tom Brady. Totally. I, I, I can't argue with you. You'll that. never have it again. 
Yeah, I can't argue with you because athletes well, definitely stop become saying better. Mahomes is the it's a pass of the torch. I, it's not passing the torch. I do. No, no, no. I will say that. I love. All right, it. What, what's the torch that. then? Sean? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you just dug cheeseburger. in. Dang, it reads cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just love that. Anyways, no, but you're you're right. You're right. Do you think, I mean, do you think Andy Reid went to KC for the food? Yeah, 100%. Why not? The barbecue. Yeah, he, had, he, had, he had the cheesesteaks. He's like, oh, let's go try the barbecue over there. <laughs> I like how it gets stuck in my mustache and I can taste it later. Because that dude, it looked like, when, it, when I saw him gone on the phone, and um, I don't know if it was the last game of the game before, I saw him gone on the phone. It looked like he was ordering barbecue. Yeah. I, I saw him say the baked beans with the, with the yeah. pork in it. Like, I saw his lips enunciate that shit. I was just like, I'm a fat guy too, Andy. You're not getting anything past me. My name's Reed. Your name's Reed. <laughs> Nice try, pal, but I know what you're up to. Yep. Yeah, that boy was on smoking beans. That's <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm I think it's the best thing that could have probably happened for the Super Bowl. As much as I wanted the Buffalo to go there, I just don't know if they were ready. When I looked at Josh Allen's eyes, you could see that he was completely shell shocked against that Kansas. He's an idiot. Tom Brady would have torched Buffalo. I think so. Because with that defense and Allen would have been completely out it's, of his element. I mean, it's the same reason. It's the same reason. I'm sad. Why I think I'm sad to say. Are gonna, I think the Buccaneers are going to torch the Chiefs anyway. I don't think yeah. so. I don't think so. Here's why. You know who like, knows those Chiefs really well? Give it to me. Tom Brady. Who's our, who's already torched them, Sean? Yes. You know who doesn't you know? You think Tom Brady gives a shit about the, uh, the same exact team? He's lost this season. What are you talking about? They lost this season. You're talking about regular season games. We're talking about yeah. the postseason. Because yeah. when, when Tom Brady torched KC in the postseason, they had lost to them during yeah. the regular season as well. No, you're talking yeah. about the AFC Championship game from two years back, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's Obviously. the same. it's the same defense they're going to see roughly. Yeah, nothing's changed. Tom's game plan for it right now. You know that Tom Brady did not game plan in the regular. He didn't go into Bruce's office in the regular season. And was like, no, no, for sure, guys. for sure. Yeah, I, Knowing I, that I they hear could you. Possibly see him in the Super Bowl. Like what? I just watch. But do you it's think? Do you think? Be... Do you think that Frank Clark and all those boys there are just going to be playing the same old play that they're playing? That they they faced him as well. Dude, right? they, they're, they're, they faced they, him as well. Gone, they've gone out there. You can't account for Tom Brady though, like with his with his yeah. nonsense, because he's a guy that again. The the deadliest thing about Tom Brady is the pre snap read and the release. Yeah, that's it. That's just that's 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 Floyd Mayweather Jr. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best counter boxer in the planet. And he's the best pure boxer in the planet. Like you can't account for that. You can't account for death, taxes, and time and tide. You just can't. Like it's just gonna happen whether you fucking like it or not. Here's the thing: is that it's simple. impossible. It's impossible to bet against Tom Brady. Like I, I just I, I'm just saying. I'm anymore. just saying. Tom Brady's gonna go do some Tom Brady shit. If he loses the game, it's not on Tom Brady. If he wins the game, it's probably not him. Sending Tom Brady. What he's got down there is a good enough defense. That's and a great gonna, defense. Great. I said good enough. That also includes great. It's good enough because that's all Tom needs. Is good enough and a great fucking kicker. This has all the markings of a Tom Brady fucking championship. Because Gaselski was like he was he was off like a it couple of those years. Real like, familiar. Just remember when you were like ten years old. I've seen this movie a million home, times. Open the door, and that smell of home cooking would hit you in the face, right in the fucking face. Not, that's what it smells like. Yeah, I, I've seen this movie before a million times, and we've seen these lethal offenses come in, and oh, the Patriots don't have a fucking chance. Tom Brady doesn't have a fucking chance. And guess what? He had a chance, and he won. Yeah. This is. The, it, I, I, you know, Casey's a, a wildly talented team. Tyreek Hill, even though he's a woman abusing piece of shit, they, they need to build a, they need to put him on Mount Rushmore. That boy is sick fast. 
Like just yeah. speed alone, yeah. acceleration. You see old, uh, old scooters saying he's faster than Tyreek Hill. Oh. I just want them to race. Like, you know, it's going to be like the bet would be the best thing is if Tyreek got loose on like the 10 yard line on the Tampa Bay sideline and then scooters just like flying down the sideline behind the players like they're racing to the goal line. Yeah. Like he's, he's finally going to make good on that tweet. Yeah. (laughs) And and you know, it's, it's fucked up because I love Scotty Miller. I really do. Um, But the check. Sometimes, sometimes your boy just says some dumb shit and you're just like, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. I'm gonna go get a beer, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll come back. There's, and a, uh, there's a trend called white boying, and I feel like Scotty Miller is white boying right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest trend, and I'm gonna start hashtagging everything I yep. do with that. White boying, man. Who is it? So, Sean, so, you really you really think Casey's just gonna walk in there and blow out the Bucks? No, no, I don't think they'll blow it out. It's gonna be a close game. I do. Oh, you think I it's think gonna, gonna be a close you're game. talking about yeah. passing torches? Like it's gonna yeah. be it's a done deal. No, man. Even right. even even Andre the Giant was almost. Is he gonna let Hogan? Is Hogan gonna slam him? Who knows? Well, that was scripted. This isn't scripted, Sean. Well, he had a jump for him. Yeah, absolutely. I know this isn't scripted, but still, it was great stuff. I'm imagining myself right now as a. Let me just think what year that came out in '98. So as a 13 year old boy. So you were not 13 in '98. You were, he, he said 30, Brad. He said 30. <laughs> I heard 98 and 13, and those two things. 88. 88. Oh, 88. So it was, it was 23. Oh, so my gosh. So yeah. Sean, speak, speaking of WWE, I think, we've, I think we've beat up the Super Bowl enough. Anyone else have any more anecdotes? Because I have something I want to bring up that I'm very uh, excited I just, about. I, need, I did uh, want to talk uh, about these QBs. I need, I need predictions. I want Super Bowl predictions, and then I got to oh, go pee fuck. real quick while you uh, break in here. All right. It's going to be about WWE, so... Yeah, yeah, wanna, yeah, I want to hear it. I just need it. I got to do something. I got to see a man about a horse real quick. I got to see. Uh, I got to get a beer too. So we'll, quickly, we'll take a quick break. Quickly though, uh, predictions for the Super Bowl. I'm going uh, Tommy by seven. I mean, Tampa right. Bay by seven. Whatever. You want. All right, Tampa Bay by seven. I'm going to say it's going to be by three KC. Tampa Bay ten. Woo. At least. At least. I think it's going to be embarrassing. All right, let's get some beer. Um, we'll okay. come back. Yeah, I'll be right back. Yeah. BRB. What are you drinking? Yeah. Still drinking the Spindrift? Yeah, yeah, it's good. So I've been assembling this box. So every every week I'm like, I gotta send this box up. But then Trillium will be like, Oh, we're coming up with this, and I'm like, eh, I gotta wait till that comes out. And they get it, and they're like, We're coming up with this. I'm like, Ah, fuck. So I think I'm gonna break the seal uh, this weekend or next, and just send you what I got now. Um, they've been using a lot of stuff with these Tonkin vanilla beans, which oh. for some reason, for some reason, I think you're from a place called Tonka. Um, and I think it's close to Tonga. It's close. Okay. <laughs> Fiji's close to Tonga. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm like Tonga sounds like some shit that Sean knows about. Reminding a childhood, but yeah, they've been uh, exploring this uh, this I vanilla that, bean. Uh, I think I think that it's a, a shade of yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly is. Yeah, we'll have to look at it and see. I think that Sean's latest mankini was Tonga Yellow. <laughs> Fiona's busy over there. I love it. Oh, uh, yeah. She's in her cozy coop. Uh, it's yeah. super like a ladybug. Colored like a ladybug. <laughs> she, uh, she gets in there and talks some real shit. She's got our baby that it's covered in Band-Aids. She's been playing oh, you're awesome, huh? Yeah. Oh, dude. It's uh, a fucking... We've got a couple of boxes of Band-Aids a week. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I actually need a bandaid. I'm constantly well, cutting you, myself. You, you gotta hide. Uh, you gotta buy the good band aids and hide them somewhere high. 
and then you All gotta right. have the princess band-aids or whatever the whatever the Mickey Mouse, is. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, the... you gotta keep those low, and you gotta keep them in separate drawers. Okay, they just gotta know where their drawer is, and then you gotta keep their stuff somewhere else. There we go. There we go. One time I needed a band-aid, we'd have one. I got really upset. <laughs> uh, like spitting right. on it, like wrapping paper towel and some like electrical tape around it, to, like tourniquet it out, and then went to the store and bought the band-aid. That was that was my that was my dad's idea of a band-aid yep. my entire life was the Dunkin' Donuts napkin and electrical yep. tape. Yep. It works. <laughs> No, it doesn't. It's not, it's not, <laughs> not as good as a band did. Yeah, you know. yeah, true enough. So you gotta you gotta hide that shit uh, somewhere else. All right, what was All your right. question there, Reed? You were about to ask a question there. I was not about to ask a question. Oh, okay. I was about to say that the most intriguing thing that the WWE has put together in decades for me is about the drop, and that's WWE icons Yokozuna. And I wanted to get your shots on the thoughts on this, Sean. Because you're a big fat party animal from an island, just like Yokozuna. What do you think? Did we start you think- calling it shots anyway? Then it should be Sean's thoughts. When you're it up. <laughs> you know, thoughts. at that time period, you think about it. Yokozuna was like the most feared athlete, right, in the WWE at that point, right? Yeah, he, uh, he. Let me just say this. In my opinion, he's one of the greatest heels of all time. I know that's hard to say he's the greatest heel, but uh, he's one of the greatest heels of all time for sure. He's a great heel. He was a great heel. I mean, the very fact that he he beat Bret Hart, right? Like it was scripted, and then Hogan had to come out and take that title from him. Yeah. But then he dropped the title to Hogan. Uh, you know, he was a great heel. He was a great heel. Was he the greatest heel of all time? I don't know about that. But... I said one of the greatest. Okay, yeah, I can one go of the with greatest. that. I can go Let's, with all that. Right, so find one of. Is it top three? Top, top five. ten? Top, top five? five for me. All right. Top five for me. And yeah, I, again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not heavy in WWE. I've always yeah, five, kept five that the feels like it's fair. Five feels fair. Five, five, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, number one for heels is going to be Ric Flair. There's no way fans are butts. Yeah. Um, yeah, best, Side best ever. Real quick, are you guys watching this little uh, feud between Roman Reigns and the Undertaker? Yeah, I, I have. Been. I actually yeah. am watching. Yeah, it 100 percent leads to a match in the next three months. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is what I hope so. This, no this is what you call working it. This is what the you call working off. it. Yeah, like, and I, and I want to see it. I want to see. I want to see the dead man come in and smack that little millennial. I would pay. I'd pay to watch it before I paid to watch. You know Mayweather fight Logan Paul or whatever his name is. Oh, well, Jake Paul. Uh, Jake hold, on, hold on. Hold on. Funkamania. Oh yeah. Ben Askren. <laughs> yeah, he's fighting him. Yeah. He's finally gonna win a fight, guys. He's <laughs> finally gonna win a fight soon. <laughs> oh, didn't he beat, ah! he beat somebody? He beat somebody already. He's, he's gonna beat. He's gonna be Bobby Jake Paul's Wallace. ass. Uh, yeah, barely won that. Bobby. Barely won that fight. How did he beat Robbie Law is a shot man. That's not the point though. Ben Askren's about to win a fight for <laughs> the most money he's ever earned in AM organization ever. Because for him, those Paul boys, I, I I thought about it. I used to shit on them. Like I'm talking like a week ago. I used to be mad at them. My but my boy Argos broke it down. He's just like, listen, those boys have 13 year old boy money, which is the most powerful money in America, right? 13 year old, 13 year old white boy money. Which is like, mom, I need to watch the Paul fight. You know, thirteen year olds don't give a fuck about boxing. I need this seventy-five dollars sweatshirt. It's like, mom, <laughs> the gate. You gotta think about the gate, the Pauls. <laughs> mom, everyone else has got it. 
You know what I mean? So that that's some, that's some powerful money. And Ben Askren's going to get the most paid he's ever I can't been. believe we're talking about this fight. Oh, my gosh. How it's, it's not about a fight. It's not about a fight. It's about <laughs> Ben Askren can comfortably retire and just continue talking boxing on Twitter for the rest of his life. Boxing's become a circus all of a sudden. I don't understand this. It's just boxing's fun. Boxing's fine. I, I don't know what the hell this is. Box is fine. Box is doing great. <laughs> Anthony Joshua just needs to go out there uh, and fight Tyson Fury. I just, or, uh, yeah, yeah. Deontay I Wilder. want to talk about Roman Reigns and Undertaker again because this is just this. I just, just want to get that out of the way. But you know what, Under Undertaker, Undertaker, uh, in his in his in his defense, he um, definitely he definitely said Roman Reigns has one of the most compelling storylines in the WWE today. I think so too. Which I, I agree with. So, yeah. so I, I think I think Undertaker's puffing, uh, pumping the tires a bit um, on Roman Reigns, but then he also came up with that statement, which I think probably was a little bit all those kids, all those kids are soft. Yeah, I think I think it was I think it was taken out of context a bit. Probably, probably. I talk I talk shit about kids these days. You know, these guys that are in UFC younger than me, and they're definitely not soft. But I've definitely said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But in the WWE, when I have a look at it, yeah, those guys are soft. That's all. That's all now. Like you know, yeah. let's let's make it as it, safe as possible. You can make the same argument though that Patrick Mahomes is soft compared to Tom Brady. No, you can't. Because yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna no no no. I'm gonna tell can. you. I'm gonna tell you one name. One name and one name alone should be able to like just oh, solve boy. this right away. And that's Mick Foley. All right. Because if you come in there, there is no young man right now about to go out there. Because here's the thing. Sean, 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 go, go, go. I do know that there are people like Mick Foley out there. They're my fucking neighbors. I have these, I have these wrestlers that live a house over from me. I'm looking at his face. I'm like, what did you get a motorcycle accident? He's like, no, there was a cheese grater and they grated my face off. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? That was my tag team part. There was, there was a show, uh, you know, in in Woburn at the, the the American Legion. It's just like, what are you doing? We got twenty five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. exactly it. John, those guys are still out there. If you that's watch awesome. Tosh Point oh, if you awesome. watch Tosh Point oh, there's that little kid that's you know probably on the spectrum somewhere who's breaking through glass. He's probably a juggalo, to be honest with you, more than a wrestling fan. But it, I, I I don't know the difference between juggalos and wrestling fans anymore. It's all the same shit now. Yep. Um, and then you get Sublime fans, which are just yeah. beach juggalos. You know, whatever you're gonna do with that. But there's these kids out there that are still hurting themselves. Yeah. Bleeding, bleeding for this. You know yeah. what I mean? You yeah. can't say it's. Did they have an ear ripped off? Did they have an ear ripped off? I guarantee you. I guarantee you. Did I can get drunk? I, I can jump. I can jump on YouTube and find you a kid who got his ear ripped off. Yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. You know, <laughs> did they get thrown off twice? Twice. Once in the I, Spanish I, I, announce table. Whatever. And once Sean, whatever through, it is. And then his whatever tooth it is, impacted whatever it is, his nose coming whatever down it like is, this. Whatever huh? it is. Yes, I will find you a video of it that yeah. happened within the last couple of weeks. And guess what? More importantly. When was the last time you did any of that shit? I'm too old now. Oh, <laughs> oh! See, this is the thing I I have to call myself out on with the MMA. I'm like these kids are bitches these days, and I'm like, but it's like, when was the last time you went to a dojo? I'm like, fair point. That's a good point. Fair point. You're not you're not catching yourself with that one, you old man. You got to sit there and realize, like, you get the you get the easy you get the easy A. Where I'm just like, oh, well, I'm an old man now. Kids these days are just as crazy, if not even more crazy, than they were back then. Yeah, and I think you guys see the pendulum swift. Yeah, the, the, the 100% the camera, crazy. The camera adds 40% to your uh, confidence. 
Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And and guess what, Sean? There's cameras everywhere now. Everyone's got a fucking one of these, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is better than any camera they had back in the eighties, nineties. Oh yeah, yeah. Early two yeah. thousands, whatever. And they're still. Yeah. But listen, to fun come full circle. They're still softer than they were. Sure. Yeah. Wait, you more information. Me. The more information yeah. you have, the softer you get. Yeah. But it doesn't mean they're not just as fucking crazy because you're confusing. One hundred percent. You're confusing yeah, Mick it's Foley. Not, it's not. This isn't a talent conversation or yeah. a whatever. Mick, Fo- Mick, Mick Foley was take probably. Take your pen and write this down. It's not a talent issue. Yeah. It's it's a you have better access to yeah. whatever right information gear all those things. Don't get me wrong. Listen, I these, think these kids will, these kids will jump off of fences and through tables and all this silly shit. But they'll sit there and they'll bitch about inclusion. They'll bitch about not getting their break as, as fast as they wanted to, right? Yeah. Which every gen- – Bill Burr in comedy sitting there, he's like, you know, some female uh, journalist came up to him and was like, uh, you think there should be more women in comedy? He just looked at him and he's like, make your own shit. Yeah. Man, no yeah. one was opening any doors for a ginger from fucking uh, Massachusetts. We made our own shit. Yeah, yeah. Make your own shit. That's the problem you have. That's, that's, that's the softness. That Back in the day, about. we had to take our parents' table outside and destroy it. <laughs> and then take that beating. And yeah. nowadays, so the parents you got, are on the table for them to jump through. That's you, the difference. You, yeah, They're you soccer. got you got hurt from the act, and then you also got your ass whooped yeah. from mom, yeah. mom and or dad, yeah. uh, depending on how good you had it as a kid to have both in the house. Yeah. If you were privileged enough to have two ass beatings, you got it. <laughs> that was that was that was privilege in our time. Yeah, that was that was that was some heavy privilege. <laughs> you know the thing is i mean like i'm not trying to say oh they're all soft oh you gotta define soft you gotta define the variable like what do you mean by soft i I think think i think they're as crazy as okay so so here's the thing right is that i think that this is not so much a a knock on them as much as it is let's just try to keep our guys working for 330 days right because it's like the uh barriers and everything the barriers are all padded right when you think about hogan uh, not hogan uh bret hart Broke yep. his sternum against Dino Bravo. Yep. And that was like all metal. That was all metal back then, right? And he threw him right onto that and he broke a sternum on the metal. Well, you're gonna lose this guy for a while, right? So yeah, that's, to me that's it's money. Like, yeah, yeah. So I mean to me Just it makes more the sense. Argument that they're soft. But Sean not bad. Sean, not the whole bad. the whole thing is those did did we, the yeah, I love soft shit. Don't get me wrong. Just think about if your wife had calloused hands oh. or soft hands, which one are you taking? I saw that Dude, Seinfeld Sean, Sean, Sean's I saw that Seinfeld episode. No, I saw that Seinfeld episode. That's not no. a. That's that wasn't a twist off. <laughs> <laughs> but Sean, the Seinfeld Sean, episode honestly, with the old big hands there ripping up the lobster claw. Just you know, like, <laughs> the, lo- the, the 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 bread rolls. <laughs> she was smoking hot, but she had these big old man hands. I couldn't. Even, I couldn't even do those man hands. Just oh yeah, <laughs> the bread you got rolls something in your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Real Sean, thing. Sean, the the kids aren't making these rules. No, the people, no, the no. people, the people who saw Owen Hart die are making these rules. Yeah, but you know what? That's because Sean, if you, if you, if you, Sean, if you were, if you were in a Sean, if you were in a, if you were in a position of power in the WWE, right? Mm-hmm. You get to know these people. You want to see them do well. You remember what it was like when these guys weren't making any fucking money and mm-hmm. getting hurt and having no insurance. And they're yeah. fucking yeah. They, you you want better for them, right? Ah, absolutely. And you would do anything in your power to do that, right? I mean, you think about it. Back then, there was only like maybe a handful of people that would get the WWE title, right? Sure. And a small handful of people, you know. 
Now it's like everybody gets a turn. <laughs> everybody gets a turn of the WWE title. Yeah, yeah. You, you get a turn of the WWE title, and you, yeah, you get a turn like of the And again, that that's again. I think though it's it's important. We're talking about attacking Roman Reigns uh, from which I don't. I don't even think the Undertaker did. I don't think the Undertaker did. I think the I think Undertaker it was, was misconstrued. I think it was taken yeah. out of context. But we're talking about it as if he did. And but I don't think that, I don't I, I I don't think it's fucking Roman Reigns' fault. Here's the thing. Here's it the has thing. nothing to do with Roman Reigns. I honestly Roman Reigns, think Roman Reigns would slit his wrists if he had to for this yeah, fucking yeah, sport. Yeah. yeah. Tell I, me otherwise. He's the worst. I, he's I one of the worst. He's one of the probably worst. Probably meant they're soft in the way that yeah. they're they're handled. Which he's probably saying from a fucking position yes. of like, yeah. I wish. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. I wish. Yes, that's what it is, right? It's the same. Yeah. It's the same thing the about thing. everything else. Like the kids, like the guys now in that in that league, they have training facilities. Yeah. They've got trainers. They've got massage therapists on the road. They travel better. They're not seven dudes in a five seater car, you know, driving seven hundred <laughs> miles. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, like those. That's soft isn't necessarily bad. It no. just is what it is. You want you want to talk about soft? Conor McGregor is soft by definition. Yes. By the definition yeah. we're talking about. You know why? Because Dustin Poirier did something that no one's done to Conor McGregor ever, probably. Right to take him out in the second round like that, at that definitively. And you can you can speculate on the state of Conor McGregor, whatever the fuck. Dustin Poirier made one hundred thirty thousand dollars. That's including yeah, the yeah. performance bonus. Conor McGregor probably made around twenty million dollars for that event. Yeah, 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 yeah. For six minutes again, your ass whooped. Yeah, twenty million dollars. God bless America. Call me soft. Hell yeah, I'm I'm the softest. I'm Charmin Ultra yeah. Soft. But here's 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 the thing, right? Is that like I I honestly think it's just work. I think it's working. Right, because you think these guys aren't working? No, 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 no. It's work. It's work. It's it's basically a promo. They're setting something up. Because Goldberg is going. Oh, a a a a work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Drew, like Goldberg is fighting uh, Drew McIntyre coming up, right? Wait, Goldberg, Goldberg. Yeah, Bill Goldberg. He already came in. Goldberg, Goldberg. Yeah, he already came in and said, "You guys are disrespecting. You have no respect for the young people." And and Goldberg has too much money. Is now he's trying to come back in. Because yeah. Goldberg's got TV money. Oh yeah, yeah, He's yeah. Got fuck you, money. Yeah, yeah. He had a, he had a lot of shows that he was producing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's got real. He's got his IMDb. His IMDb page is pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. he's got uh, he's got real money. Yeah. So you have that going on. So I think this is just the next logical step because you know you have the head of the table, Roman Reigns. Why not? Why not have the old you know big dog come out there and let's have a real let's have let's have a great match. It's gonna be a great match. But I mean. Sean, I gotta get back to this though. Do you think this is like because I know you're a wrestler from the 30s? Um, <laughs> so do you think this is a knock on Roman Reigns and the athletes that are performing these days? No, no, no. Like when, when the word when the word gets soft gets thrown around, like is it their fault that it's better no, than it was? No, like, no. shouldn't it be I think, better? I think Vince had to learn, right? I mean, you know, like all of them had to learn. Boxing had to get better. Like yeah. everyone looks at Floyd Mayweather, they're like Oh, Blackjack Johnson, uh, you know. Look was, at those guys. He was a, he was almost being lynched every week in Seriously. our day. Like it's like, do, like should, look, should that be how it no, is? No, no. Look how. Or should you put your should you should you be should you be one of the greatest boxers of all time and get paid accordingly? Yeah, exactly. Like Weird. have a look at have a look at Jake. Have a look at uh, DDP. Have a look at uh, well, DDP is making some good money. Oh, with he's got his DDP yoga. yoga. DDP yeah. yoga. I do you know? DDP yoga just for shits and giggles. That's a fucking yeah. great program. Yeah. But, Let's get him as a sponsor, GBS. Let's. <laughs> I would love to. DDP holler at us. You know, I would love to. I I do his yoga, but anyways, uh, doesn't show. 
Oh yeah, it does. <laughs> Anyways, there goes that sponsorship. <laughs> Diamond Cutter. It hook it up. All right. Anyways, though, um, seriously, seriously, um, there's nothing wrong with making things safer. With keeping your people. Does it make you soft safer. though? I'm no. from the Northeast. You say soft. No. I'm fighting. No. You. I don't care for no. my grandmother. Now, are they, whiny? are they whiny or they whatever? Yeah, maybe so. But you don't tell soft? me that people bitch back in the fucking the, the 80s and 90s. Yeah, of course they, they did. Of course no, they, they did. didn't have Twitter, though. You know, but think about think about what Vince was asking Dude, these Sean, guys to do. Sean, Just every, stop, stop, every, stop, stop, every, stop. every, every, every word these guys had to say went yeah. through Vince McMahon back in the day. Of course, now Vince you McMahon can go out on your own. Stuff. Now you can Vince. go back. Now you can go on your own without a PR person and just Vince McMahon sucks. S-U-X. Uh, you have to. You have to show it. Sean, Sean tweets like this. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> his glasses at the end of his nose. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> how do you spell cancer? <laughs> not, not the disease. My birth, my birth uh, astrological sign. I'm yeah. a Virgo. Is there two capital C's in cancer? Sean, it's, it's, a, it's the same either way. That's the point of the joke. Yeah, yeah. You but you're, you're. So here's the thing, okay? Is that we're 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 talking about wrestling? We're talking about this. You're talking about soft complaining. That's the, that's that's where I took offense. Here's the thing, like Macho Man. Thing. All right, so so listen to this story. All right, so Jake and Macho Man, they're doing their thing, right? And I don't know if you remember this there when they had their feud, right? Macho but, Man of the Cincinnati Reds. Macho, Macho Man? Man, Randy Savage, right? But he, he was Jake he was, Paul or. He was king. He was king Macho Man at that point, right? Oh. With Scary Sherry as his and manager. and Bonesaw and Sam Raimi's Spider Man. He was, he was. But anyways, is ready. So, so Jake, Jake, right, had the Cobra defanged, right? As far as like the poison and everything, but not defanged, right? Okay. But he had the he had the King Cobra that was gonna go and and I don't know if you remember this as a kid, that King Cobra just gnawing into Macho Man's arm, like gnawing so. into it. Like it was like it was disturbing, super yeah. disturbing. Hey, Daisy. And you, you can get super sick from that anyways. Venom yeah. or not, there's bacteria so, in there. <laughs> so, of course, you know, Macho was asking Jake, you know, oh, have the snake bite you, you know? So he had the snake bite him, right? It's just like, okay, brother, you know, Macho me going to be doing this, you know? So anyways, apparently, before he got into the ring, Jake, right, he ended up smacking the cobra, smacking it around to get it real riled up, right? So then all of a sudden, when he released it, that's why you saw that. I remember I was a kid watching the snake just, ah, yeah. just, just like, you know, like, ah, and I'm like, like, like you're watching an episode of The Crocodile. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if it's a male or female. <laughs> but here's what I'm saying, though, is that, man, none of these kids are doing that crap. None of them. They would if they would fucking let them. They would if they fucking let them. Yeah, but here's I the agree. thing though. Here's they the thing though. It. These days, these days, Sean, you gotta say and you gotta you got a young man in your life that you're trying to fucking raise, you know, and, yeah. and mold yeah. into something, right? Yeah. And I got a I got a young lady over here that I'm trying to fucking make into not a complete psychopath. Nothing like me. That's all I'm trying to do. You gotta understand though, is they wanna be that. They want that more than anything else. But if you if you step over the smallest lines these days, how how much fucking leash did we have oh. over your kids to say certain words and talk certain shit? Right? Unbelievable. The right? stakes are so much higher now to where if you talk that kind of shit, you're I gonna do get not disagree. Your job. I do not disagree so with you. The the pressure, the stakes, de la soul, stakes is high. Okay. You gotta understand that. And not to mention, 
you've got a situation where someone was making a shit ton of money off the backs of these guys back then. His name is who, Vince McMahon. Who was making no – those guys were making no money. How yeah, many no, of those How many of those guys died broke? Dude. Yeah. You don't have to preach to the choir here. I know. I know. Yeah, like how many of those guys died broke? Yeah. So that's that ultimately is the thing is you may not have to like every little ounce of it, but I guarantee you that if the money was there and the regulations weren't, these kids would be just as fucking dumb as they were – when you were a kid, like yeah. you know, they'd be getting out there, they'd be humping snakes and fighting hippopotamus or whatever the fuck you know <laughs> dream you built up in your head of how it looked. They'd all be doing that dumb shit for money because just go on YouTube and see what these yeah. dummies are doing. Listen, there was there was some likes real, some real injuries that happened in the WWE, like real, like draws breaking his neck. Sean, go you know, watch watch Tosh injuries, point, right? watch Tosh point oh. I don't People watch who, Tosh point oh. I well, don't I, you need to. Or is watch ridiculousness. So Ridiculous. I like ridiculousness. See what people are doing for no money. Mm-hmm. No money. They'll never get monetized. They just get drunk and they're like, I'm gonna ride this table down this mountain. See if yeah. I get a hundred likes. <laughs> uh, oh, that's called that's called the a Darwin. That's called the Darwin Awards at that point, though, man. Yeah, so. but that it's always been a thing. It always will be a thing. It's still a thing now. It's probably a thing now more than anything else because it's dangerous and sexy. You know, and like that hot chick might notice you if you fucking and everyone's got a camera in their pocket. Hell yeah! You know how many how many great moments in history weren't recorded because they didn't have these little song bitches running around? I know. Oh, Fiona's so cute. Oh yeah, talk about the future of WWE. She's brutal. I woke up to her doing a Yokozuna drop on me when I'm trying to sleep. Yep. Fire across my face and everything. Fire truck. Fire truck. I'm glad you can say that word properly. Not that's her. That's her shit right now. <laughs> police, police, and fire truck, which again would probably get her canceled these days. I'm telling you, man, stakes is high for babies right now. Right. Her uncle Argos is a cop. For less, she can't talk about that shit. Too cute. Too cute. She's poking Brad's nose, picking your nose, Brad. So, all right, but again, back to my original thing, like. Are, are you as excited as I am? Because I haven't, I haven't been as intrigued by somebody um, with the WWE icons thing as I am Yokozuna. Yeah. Why Yokozuna so badly, though? I don't know. He was he was the villain when I was a kid, like when okay. I was when I was like transitioning to a man, like you know, bat ba mitzvah yeah. age. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm like I'm ready. Yeah. I'm like that was that was when I really was starting to become on my own, and he was he was the fucking bad guy. He was. He was. He was, he was, he was, he was such good. a great bad guy. He was Did a good know, bad guy. You know. You want to know how I know he's good? Because I hated him. That's how yeah. I know it. It's like I. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal. Yeah, it was brutal, and um, I, I, you know, I think I think the most interesting thing for me is a guy that big, who got bigger. Yep. Every year. Until it murdered him, you know. No, that's absolutely. amazing. That's amazing because yeah. he was he wasn't a sumo wrestler. The sumo wrestlers in Japan they account for their you know their their size and you know their uh, cardiovascular system. He didn't. He was just a big fat fucking Samoan out there. But he moved bigger and bigger. Yeah, he, he was very athletic. Like uh, it was, it was amazing. And I would always feel, I would always feel like, especially with Bret Hart when he was coming down on his chest. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, you can't fake, you're not faking that funk. What was that? You're not faking that funk. 
No, no. Even sixty percent of that weight still real weight. Like that's not. <laughs> yeah, that that's. That, I think that might be the other thing about what made him such a great heel was like, there's no fake in that 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 drop. Like, yeah. no, no. That and Mister Fuji, Mister Fuji will put at anybody. The, into at, at the at the very least, you're tasting everything, yeah. which yeah. is not like I'd much rather have the pain than the taste. To yeah. be honest with you, like yeah. that thigh after sitting on an airplane, you can get past the pain. Yeah. That taste stays with you for a while. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's taste it. and smell are the the things that are most linked to your yeah. memory. Like, oh, like so, it was him, know. and it was earthquake. Earthquake was doing those. Earthquake, more. yeah. Oh. Which is another 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 man I don't want to be below ever in my life. <laughs> I'd fucking I'd kill everybody around me. Yeah. Like uh, even it, even the Bundy splash, I would take that. Yeah, oh, you know what I mean. It's like I'll take the hundred percent. I'd throw I'd throw Fiona in front of me if Earthquake was coming. I'd be like, "Good luck, sweetie. Maybe he thinks you're adorable. He won't crush you." Like, I'm great French real. Canadian. Great I'm gonna, French I'm Canadian. Live. If, if he does, I'll just make another one of you. I was like, yeah. <laughs> carbon copies. I got, I got the DNA right here. Oh, there we go. Oh. All right. Uh, we're two hours in. Let's wrap it up. We have to. Reed, yeah. I appreciate you. Thanks for being on. Come back soon. It's always a pleasure. Anytime. Anytime. These are, uh, the and I mean, I, week. I mean oh, that lightly. Yeah. <laughs> you, come, you coming on Monday? You mean the day after tomorrow? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Uh, Seven thirty uh, Atlantic Standard Time. Yeah, that's right. No, no, Eastern Standard Time. If I can do the, Atlantic if I can do the math, I'll try to be there. Yeah. All right, sounds great. Yeah. Anybody else wants to jump in? Uh, let us know. We we'll get you a link and come in and talk with us. We'll see how it goes. Uh, until then, thanks to Flyers, thanks to Spindrift, thanks to Brad. You gotta send me some. You gotta send me some Flyers, man. I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll get. I'll give you a package. I need some of that pacemaker porter. Yep. I'll send you some of my shit. Yep. Let's, <laughs> Let's figure that up. Good deal. I'm the odd man out here. Fuck you, Sean. Uh, if I have any extra that Brad sends me that I don't drink, yeah. unlikely. We'll post I'll, it up I'll, I'll send it up your way. Yeah. Hey, guys. Listen, uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, thank you so much. Subscribe. Uh, I have Guys Beer Sports on Spotify and uh, iTunes, anywhere else that you uh, can get uh, uh, podcasts as well as on YouTube as well. Yep. 27th right. in the books. See y'all later. Peace. Peace. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.